Hey guys, it's Jordana from Pretty Killer Podcast, and tonight I am joined by my special guest, Sam, from To Be or Not To Be Podcast. Sam, welcome. Hi, how's it going, Jordana? Good. So happy to have you here tonight. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. We've been planning this for a while, and I'm I'm happy to be here and talk Jaws yes. uh, again with uh, with you because we we talk it a lot. I feel like I love it because it's our our go to movie. Oh yeah, yes, totally. For sure. Um, so, do you want to um, talk a little bit about your podcast? Uh, I mean, sure. If you uh, like uh, talking about movies, I have a podcast called "To Be or Not to Be the Be Movie Podcast." Yeah. Where the premise of that one, if you want to hear it, is uh, I'm a lifelong fan of horrible movies, and I have a best friend who uh, doesn't like them, so I make him watch them, and uh, I ruin his life. That's basically what we do. It's the, the best combo ever, because no. I love horrible movies as well. Oh, yeah. We're a lot alike in, in, in many ways, as we've been coming to find out. Yes. <laughs> it's like I loved the other night when you dropped your comfort movies like Splash, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or the ones that were in your in your house when you were younger. Um, oh yeah, and the sword and the stone. Yeah, yeah, very much. I mean, that reason is why, like, uh, why you bring that up is, um, so, uh, like, why Jaws is so important to me. That's 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 it's because of those those four or five tapes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess we can get into that story maybe now or later or whenever you want to. Yeah, let's dive into it because I, literally dive into it. Dive into the ocean of amity and talk to. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, the, the reason that I like love Jaws, I, I think really comes down to is when I used, I used to stay at, like live with my grandparents mm-hmm. and they only had like four tapes. I think it was four. They had Splash, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Jaws and Sword in the Stone. Those are the only four movies they had. And I mean, all of those movies with the exception of Splash got watched on repeat, but, and like, I think just through that, like that's how I fell in love with Jaws. Like, and also it scared the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's like a love hate thing with people with Jaws. You know, you know, what I mean? like when they're younger, if they found it early on, it's like the most terrifying thing. But it's just such a good movie. Oh, it's 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 great. Yeah. Like in as a kid, I like you know you. I think you just you just get scared of it, and you appreciate the coolness of like the shark hunting and all that. Yeah. And then as you get older, you're like, wow, this is like just actually a really good fucking movie. Yeah. Like, like the writing, everything is just good about it. And even like when you get past the whole shark thing, because, you know, being younger and that's a real life thing. You know what I mean? Like you go to the beach, you go to any sort of water, you're terrified of what's underneath because, you know, mm-hmm. let's face it, water is terrifying. Yeah. And then when you get older, you appreciate like the story because it's not just about the shark. It's like all of their journeys intertwined. You know, yeah, I'd agree. I, I like it. It wasn't an like I remember will say like, and I it blew my mind when like I had heard someone say I think in a documentary, and I was like, oh wow, that really is about that. Like, yeah. it's that I've been I've heard that the movies truthfully what they say is about is about Brody's fear of the water, like not necessarily the shark in the water. Yeah, it's he's afraid of the water, and that the whole movie is you know him kind of coming full circle on that. And I'm like, when I heard that, I was like my mind exploded. I was like, Oh wow. Okay. (laughs) Literally. Because I mean, they do talk about it. I don't want to say quite a bit, but they do bring it up a few times in there. And it's like, you just don't even really think about it. 
I mean, it's it, and it's the last line of the movie too. I believe he says, "You know, I used to be afraid of the water," and then uh, Hooper says, "I can't imagine why." Like, <laughs> I love the ending. Yeah, it's classic. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, but I love too the connection with the grandparents because that's how I got into it. Because I was I lived in Orlando and I pretty much grew up with my grandparents, and they, you know, would take me to the beach and swimming, and you know, eventually I watched this, and there are many days that I'd be in the pool swimming in the shallow end, going underwater, looking at the deep end and seeing like when Hooper was down in the cage, you know, the outline of the shark coming at you. You know what I mean? Like those original oh. childhood fears when you're swimming and then you're just like, oh my God. And you swim back to the edge and get out of the pool. <laughs> I feel like every kid had that fear. Like after seeing Jaws, like every kid had that fear, even of being in a pool. Yeah. Like it was in the back of your mind. Like oh, he, you know, he might, it might be down there. Yeah. Like, you see that the me or the meme of like the shark in the pool. And it's like, everyone's every, or your most irrational childhood fear or something like that. And I relate to that. I'm like, yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Jaws is <laughs> it. I mean, as a horror movie, which I know some people don't consider it a horror movie. It's kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, if one if it did anything, I mean, it changed American culture forever because nobody gave a shit about sharks. Mm-hmm. And now, ever since, it's like one of people's biggest fears. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, it's it's always been one of mine just by being so close to the ocean and even like going to the beach a couple years ago. I was still kind of like sitting on the shoreline like, oh, my God. I, I know that there's probably not a great white lurking in these waters but i'm still kind of still kind of scared <laughs> it's i definitely understand but it and it's like you said it's just it, it's something every kid felt though like yeah. you said just swimming in the pool and it's you still almost feel it today like uh like when i go swimming like when i go on vacation yeah. uh, and i swim in the ocean i mean you're you're keeping an eye out <laughs> yeah we went to virginia beach my husband was like a couple beers in and i look out and he's super deep dolphin diving in the ocean and i'm just like oh, you are ballsy fucking so, getting her all over again yeah uh so this is the so here's where i i i've actually uh, swam with sharks many many times actually oh that's awesome um yeah so i kind of had i think i don't know we haven't discussed this mm-hmm. but um i have like a I think there's two reactions to this movie. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing, I think in the documentary, the shark is broken. I think yeah. um, they say that there's two reactions that people have when they see this movie, they either go to the Quint side where they're like, fuck sharks. I hate them. Kill them. Yep. Or they go to the Hooper side where they fall in love with them. I went to the Hooper side. Like I ended up being like obsessed with them. That's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I've never with a great white. I, that's, a expensive and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've done, I have like on many occasions uh, d- done um, like, fr- like free diving, like, you know, snorkeling trips yeah. and whatnot, like around sharks and with sharks. See, and that's so amazing. I would love to do something like that. Yeah. They're, they're, here's where I'm going to sound like a hippie, but they're beautiful animals. They, you know? And you know they're what? Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> they're great. It's true though. They are beautiful animals and they're like, they, I don't, I don't think that they're, you know what I mean? Like, like Jaws the Revenge, like he's seeking revenge. You know what I mean? Like they just, that's their life. That's what they do. And I feel like great whites too, they're not really that, the way it's obvious, I mean, perceived in the movie, but they don't, they're not really, how do I say it without sounding stupid, mean, right? They Like they don't, they eat when they're hung, 
You mean they're not going to jump on the end of your boat, roar without vocal cords, and explode when they get hit with a uh, a piece of wood? Yes. Yes. We're like lying. Yeah. <laughs> but have fun with it. <laughs> I love four. We'll, really? We'll get into that because that was one of my questions for you is if you feel the sequels. But honestly, that's a movie that I would just sit and watch if I didn't really want to focus too much on something. But I still I still love it. Oh, I, I will... Th- I mean, I love bad movies, mm-hmm. so it's I own it. It's on my shelf. Mm-hmm. I'll promise you that. <laughs> Me too. Um, so, like, what else made Jaws so special for you? Like, what else about the movie made you, like, have that as your comfort movie? I'll, I mean, for two things I'll say. Like, um, I'll go with the the smarter answer first, and then I'll go with the stupid fun answer secondly. Okay. Uh, the smarter answer is that like not only is it like a fun creature feature that's really well made, but like the dialogue is phenomenal. It's shot beautifully. Like I believe uh, Spielberg's even said today that like if he made it again, like there's no way that the, the studio would let. It was the first movie ever shot on the open ocean which was like a pain in the, well, it's famously, everyone knows it was a pain in the ass. Yes. Uh, But he's like Hollywood today would make it shot in a tank. And it's like, it just did, wouldn't have that same feel, but like, it's a beautiful movie. Um, So I love that. And I love all the, the the character design and and we'll get to quotes later, but like, it's just a wet, like even just looking at it without the shark, it's just a fantastic movie that keeps you drawn in at all times. I have to agree. You, I mean, I've watched it so many times. I can't keep count of how many times I've watched this movie. But like, like you said, the character development, everyone was perfect for the role. Oh yeah. You know, like just perfection and the shots I was, you know, watching it and just like the one that sticks out in my mind is when they're actually leaving and it goes through the, the jaws and Quint's window. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like I just, I, and I know it's cheesy to say that, but it's just so classic. It's just like amazing. As we're both making hand gestures on a podcast. <laughs> I want to like insert Jaws right there. Yeah. yeah. But um, I love it. Yeah, no, it, you're right. It's be- it's just beautiful. Um, I, I also like just as a classic movie too. So like I have a friend uh, at work and he's pretty, he's younger than me, um, mm-hmm. but he's, uh, he had never seen Jaws and he's like a classic film nerd. Like he likes Goodfellas and you know casino, like movies that are universally praised he had never seen Jaws and I was like dude for me please sit and watch it oh and he texted me like that night and he's like you're not wrong he's like it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life and he's not like a horror fan he just, just like like he focused it on the Indianapolis scene yeah and he's, he's like that's the best dialogue I've ever heard and I'm like thank you yeah like, <laughs> and that's a good feeling too to someone who doesn't who's not you know familiar with it to to have them actually watch it Oh yeah, totally. That's, that's crazy. But I feel like that was some Spielberg movies because I never watched. Um, I never watched Indiana Jones. You still, still haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm not the right person to talk to about that one because yeah. I know some people are like Indiana Jones fanatics. Yeah. Um, to a point that I think they might be like violent. Uh, <laughs> I think that they yeah. are fine movies yeah that's that's what i will say without pissing off anybody they are fine like to me though there just wasn't i don't know i don't want to go off and 
yeah, you know what I mean? I wasn't like, man, I have to watch Indiana Jones. And even when people talked about it, I'm still like, okay, I'd rather watch Jaws again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Not with you. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Jaws, I mean, Jaws is really what, I, there is no Spielberg without Jaws. That's correct. And back to what you were saying, though, about Spielberg and like talking about it being done today. I swear to God, you will hear it here. If they ever try to remake Jaws, I will never watch another movie again because it can't happen. Like you cannot. It's just it's not. In my opinion, it, it couldn't be done. I don't think it. Well, it definitely couldn't be done because. Not a single part of it would work today. Like, you know, they'd CGI the shark, Mm -hmm. you know, they wouldn't get like probably A-list actors and it just everything would be worse. I don't think Spielberg would allow it either, though. I would hope I would hope not. But I I could have sworn there was like an article saying like right before the pandemic hit that they were in talks about doing a remake. And I was like, I no. I was so angry. So that, I mean, Hollywood doing a remake wouldn't surprise me one bit. Right, because Um, the original. Spielberg, though, I know he has been kind of protective over this. You'll note there's a a fun thing I learned recently, which I didn't. You'll never, ever see a four pack of Jaws 1, 2, 3, and 4 together. If you find a DVD box set, it's always 2, 3, and 4. For whatever reason, Spielberg Mm -hmm. has like, in his mind, he's one- that story, it's over. Um, so I thought that was interesting. So he does have some sort of protection over it uh, where he, I, I don't, which I guess why he thinks that's going to dirty his movie if it's like sitting next to the other ones, but whatever. <laughs> it touched it. It's dirty. Well, that's true though, because that's, I have it. I have the two, three, and four, and then I have Jaws. One. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Now, okay, so that was my serious answer as like how creative and artistic and, and just beautiful the movie is all right now for the fun side which will be more of my b movie side coming out i have a major affinity um if there's anything and it probably comes from this movie Mm -hmm. if there's any movie that has an underwater creature i don't care what it is shark alligator gill man whatever snake Uh, snake anaconda phenomenal jaws Mm -hmm. with 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 snake it's great Mm -hmm. uh i'm in like i don't know what it is it is like by far my favorite subgenre of movie, underwater creature feature. <laughs> I can see that because I love creature features. I I feel that. Oh. I, just, I feel like a lot lately have been kind of like, okay, you know, they've been good, but not like Deep Blue Sea. I felt like that was one of the better ones for a shark. I feel like Deep Blue Sea... I. I heard a comedian, Paul F. Tompkins, once said, like, someone asked him about it. He was doing a podcast about Deep Blue Sea, actually. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, as far as uh, shark movies goes, he's like, what? There's like a thousand of them. And what's the record? There's still only one good one. Jaws. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I. You don't like Deep Blue Sea? I do like Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. I, I, I have Deep Blue Sea one, two and three on my shelf. I know uh, more. No, they're they're not good, but <laughs> they're fun. I still want to watch them, though. When people yeah. say that, though, when people are like, it's not good, I'm like, that makes me more intrigued. Oh, I mean, like, not good, but, like, you're going to have fun, for yeah. sure. Um, Like, yeah, it's just, but I, I like Deep Blue Sea. Uh, but I also feel like Deep Blue Sea is, like, the go-to 
Like everybody, if, if you, someone says, who's your favorite, what's your favorite shark movie? You know, the first answer is going to be Jaws. Right. I feel like I'd say 90% of people, maybe higher, the second go-to is going to be Deep Blue Sea. It's, it's got that, it's, it's kind of cemented itself as number two, I feel like. Yep. Totally. I mean, so I saw in comments, someone put that Deep Blue Sea was better than Jaws. And I, you know, I'm very, you know what, if you like something, that's awesome. Because I don't ever want to discredit or make fun of anyone's taste in movies. You know what I mean? But yeah. I would argue that because I do not think that's true. Oh, I, I think it's totally untrue. And it, it would, I'm not going to argue with someone because obviously everyone's taste is different. But yeah. I'm also going to be like, you're wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Like, factually, you are wrong. Cause I'm very protective of Jaws. Like I, I, that's one of my movies that I'm like, now, now. Oh yeah. Don't say anything. I'm with, and, and I like Deep Blue Sea, but just no, it's it, two totally different levels of movies. Yes. yes. Yeah. I agree. Um, so out of Jaws, like what are some of your like most memorable favorite scenes? Oh, so I mean, the scene I think of when I think of Jaws, uh, and it is the one that scared the shit out of me as a kid, is the pond scene, um, yeah. where and it's the first time you actually get to see, sort of, see Jaws. Or, well, I'm sorry, Bruce, whatever you want to <laughs> call it. It's Jaws. His, yeah. his name is Jaws. <laughs> uh, it's the first time you get to see the shark, uh, it, it, like where he's, and I, I think it's the scene he looks the best in too the most um, realistic where yes. he's kind of just below the water and he grabs the guy trying to save um the kid in the boat mm -hmm. uh that scene is scary as shit mm -hmm. that and you're right like that's the one scene where it actually looked like a legit shark oh yeah and just everything with the way it pans out with like it going past michael you know what i mean and then just like the like the panic afterwards like i love that part just visually but then when they go to grab him and i love um brody's wife when and it's not funny but it just always sticks out to me when they lay him down and she's like oh my god he's dead <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that. <laughs> he's like no he's in shock he's dead <laughs> <laughs> and then like sean sitting on the beach crying like it's so intense oh it's super intense you know i Forgot about that. Part. I just watched this like two days ago too. <laughs> he's dead. Well, that dude's missing a leg, and he's yeah. looking like he's pretty much fine. So I don't know why you're jumping to he's dead, but I know. And it was I. I don't know why, but I just laughed so hard when she said it because she's it's so. Oh my god, he's dead. No. <laughs> she's the worst part of this movie. <laughs> in my person, she's the worst actress in this movie, and yeah. I do know why. I, I have I have found out why she is the worst actress in this movie. Tell me. Uh, so fun trivia fact: She was married to the head of the uh, uh, who, uh, who made this? Was it was this MGM or Warner Brothers? Um, Whoever, whatever. Yeah. Um, Universal, obviously Universal Monster. What am I talking about? He was. <laughs> she was married to the head of Universal at the time. So the very first person who was cast in this movie, it was a favor to his wife. It, which is why in part four, she's the only returning person because at that point, her yeah. career did not pan out very well. Oh my God. That makes so it was total hubris. sense. Yeah. So it was hubris that got her the job mm -hmm. and she is the worst actress in the movie. She is. I, you know what? Like she, I just feel like she's just one of those background. You know what I mean? Like you don't really pay too much attention to her and she's just so 
I don't know. I feel like she's annoying in the movie. Kind of annoying in there. I mean, she really hams it up in part four, but we'll get there. Oh my God, four. I know. <laughs> um, no, that, that scene, that one was terrifying. Oh, for sure. Uh, it's, it's the... It's the scene I think of when it comes to Jaws. Mm-hmm. Um, other scenes that I really like, uh, the, like I said, the Indianapolis scene with them getting drunk on the boat. I mean, that's one of the greatest like dialogue scenes ever in a movie. Yeah, I think it's my favorite. That would be your favorite? Mm-hmm. I think awesome. like just it's just so intense. And, you know, when I first watched it, I always, you know, the correlation to like actors and movies, I just felt like it was really, you know what I mean? Like you're watching them because they're just, he's so perfect. Like he is just, I don't know. It gives me chills when I watch it. Yeah. I, I, I can see why it's one of the best scenes in history, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and, and it really, what's and in a, in a, in a scene that's almost unnecessary, I would say, because you get the reasoning why Quint hates sharks in that scene. But like, he really is taking, it's just a random story that we're never going to really come back to again. And uh, he just kills it though. I mean, he just, he makes it like the, probably the most interesting scene in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like too, you kind of see like a vulnerable side of him. You know what I mean? Like he, he actually opens up because he's just like, you know, I don't really need other men with, you know, because he just wanted to do it himself. And then he's just kind of like, you know, opening up to them and having a moment. So I apologize if you're hearing something. My dog is being restless right now. So I there you go. No, nope, I didn't hear anything. I love it, too, because I got. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Yes. Just chilling on my butt. But um, I think that's like one of the scenes, too that you see a more like, I don't know, like a bonding scene. I, I It's such an bo- intense story. And then like, he's telling them and it's just like that build up. you know what I mean? Really the, the only bonding scene. Cause the rest of the time, like, I mean, Quint pretty much hates Hooper, <laughs> like treats him like a piece of shit the whole time. Uh, and then they bond over scars, which is just like a, it's like it's a broy thing, but yeah. like it's funny. It's fun. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that too, because one of my one of my favorite scenes is when they're talking about the shark cage, and he's like, "So that cage goes in the water, and you go in the cage, and you're you know the sharks in the water," and he's just kind of shaking his head, and he starts singing that song, "Do and and then Hooper's just staring at him like shaking his head, and I don't know why it's so funny to me, but I just love like the you're fucking stupid to go in there with the shark. Here's your, oh, yeah. here's your song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he like, treats him like a real asshole the whole movie. He does. And then I, he, he is like weirdly, uh, he's weirdly close with Brody though. Like, yes. you know, like when Brody's like, he's teaching him to tie the knots and he's, uh, I think like when he's, uh, kind of got the fishing reel out, he's almost like, being kind of chummy with them, like teaching them the ways of the sea. It seems like, yeah. And he told them like, Hey, let me know next time. And I'll pull the, the cord or you're right. Like, it's just, it's so funny how much he despises Hooper, but kind of babies Brody. Yeah. But Brody is sort of the lost puppy on the boat. It's he's, he really is. <laughs> he's really the, the, the one who doesn't really understand what's the, what it all is, is happening at this point. Yeah. Um, which like, 
I mean, not like one of my favorite scenes. I mean, but it's just one that I always remembered as a kid, mm-hmm. like thinking it was really cool. And like going back, I'm like, that's that's probably pretty, that's pretty dumb. Uh, <laughs> when Brody's like his solution to like sh- helping with the shark hunt is like he's going to pull out his cop six shooter and like just shoot his <laughs> fin or whatever. Like When it's going by, he's like, pew, pew, yeah. pew. Bang, bang. <laughs> like he's like, this is what I do. This is all I know. This is what I'm useful for. OK. <laughs> yes. It's uh, <that's> funny. <laughs> Um, let's see what, um, the opening scene is, is iconic oh my God. as, as all hell. One of the best opening scenes ever. Yeah. I love it. I would, but that like scared that opening scene scared the shit out of me. Like, cause you don't even think about it. Like what the fuck are you doing in the ocean wasted at, you know, whatever time it was. And just like her, her, oh my God, like going all over the place and just hearing it in her voice. It's just, oh. Oh, it's such a scary opening scene. Isn't it funny, like, how much shittier this movie could have been had it, he made it the way he originally wanted to make it? Yeah. Like, Shark was originally... I mean, I'm not, like, dis- like, ooh, I'm breaking ground here. Everyone knows this shit, but, yeah. like, had he made it with the way he wanted to, like, the shark would have always been on screen. Yep. You would have seen, like, horrific deaths. And, like, it. I'm like, a totally different movie, and I don't think Spielberg has the career that he does had he had that shark not fucking broken and yeah. he had to go minimalist with it. It's true. And it's, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And it's funny you say that too, because like you said, if you saw him so much throughout the movie, I think it would have lost the appeal because they make this movie so scary without even seeing him pretty much the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's like impending doom, you know, that there's something fucking serious going on. People are dying but you don't even really see him until the last act. Oh yeah. Like, like he's, he's probably on the screen for like, what, maybe two, three minutes tops. Mm-hmm. And this is, and not to like jump. Cause I know that we're going to talk about it later, but I think that's why I gravitate to jaws and the original Halloween, because I feel like Halloween was the original 78 was kind of the same. You, you, you see him throughout but it's just little bits and pieces. So like the, his backside is the fin per se, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you see the end scene with him and Lori and you actually get to see the boogeyman. So I think I love that buildup. Like yeah, the, I think that's the what idea of not scary. knowing is what makes it scary. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like, just like you said earlier, when you described like being a kid in the bathtub or not the bathtub, a kid, <laughs> well, all the kids had that fear too, a kid yes. in the, uh, the pool. Yeah. Um, it's that same thing. I almost feel like people would not have developed, you know, because like this movie caused like mass hysteria around shark. It did so much damage for the uh, for the uh, for shark life, like in general, yeah. uh, which Peter Benchley has even said, like, uh, I wish I didn't write the book because yeah. he was an ocean like enthusiast. But um, like. Uh, I, I just never mind. I, I don't even know what I what point I was trying to make there. It's just. But it, but, it, but you're right though. Like it is, it did build. Like even if you weren't scared of the ocean or a shark, you know what I mean. Like after you watch it, you it, it kind of like lingers. You're like, oh shit. And and I think it's the the not knowing part that lingers. That's kind of what I was trying to get to, and I just couldn't yeah. formulate the words. Uh, <laughs> brain no work sometimes. Um, yeah, like I think the not knowing part is what sticks in your head. As opposed to had he been on screen all times, just a gore fest. Yeah. I don't think people would have been 
nearly as scared and probably a lot more sharks would be alive today had it been that way. <laughs> Things would have been differently, but I, I do, I wish I would have seen that take on it. You know what I mean? Just to see the difference and, and if it would have been appe- just as appealing as, you know, as much as we love it in a different oh, light. I, oh, now we've talked about this. Now there's a Holy Grail deleted scene out there somewhere that I hope to see someday before I die. I want to find it just so you can see it because I, now I didn't know that that existed. I saw, I posted on my page, the picture with him like up and then, you know, Alex in there. And I didn't know that there was like a backstory to it, but that's, that's cool. And I want to find it. Yeah. So if you're not sure what we're referring to, um, and if you're a Jaws freak, you probably have at least seen this. The Alex Kittner death, the little boy in the raft is again, very minimalist. You see some fins kind of flopping and that's really about it. And then just blood. There is a scene that was shot uh, and it was shot. That's confirmed. There's a still shot of it happening where you actually see Alex consumed. And there is, uh, they also had uh, sketches that have been released of what they wanted it to look like. And I think I sent you those yep, you did. where, I mean, they wanted you to see Alex like in the shark's mouth as it was going down. And I'm like, Oh, I, this, I, I know I just said all this shit that like the minimalist approach was obviously the right approach, but I want that scene so bad. <laughs> I would love to see it. Like I would be all for it. Can you imagine that scene today? Like, first of all, to making that movie today, I don't think the filmmakers have the balls to kill a little kid mm. and to be like, oh, we're not only going to kill him, you're going to watch him be swallowed whole. <laughs> like, he is going into the food chain right yeah. now. <laughs> like, yeah. And I I don't like I, I don't really like to watch kids get killed. I mean, you know what I mean? But like, I don't think anybody really does. <laughs> it's not like it's not a hobby of mine, Jordana. I'm not like, I don't mean I'm to not saying like, well, you know what? what movies need more kid yeah, death. We need more children death in this movie but i mean like in in the sense of of this like i don't know like it it was gonna happen it was a seven you know what i mean like it wasn't i don't feel like it was that big of a deal as things are now in movies because as we all know there's a stand a standard like you can't do this but you have to throw in this and you have to you know what i mean like it's different now oh yeah yeah, now it's they, the the scene on this one would be they would just kill it would just be the dog, uh, uh, uh pip, 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 yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. I I hate when they kill animals. I mean, I knew it, it had to happen to build up in the scene, but like, why pip it? It's I, I've I've gone on a rant about this on on my podcast as mm-hmm. well. Um, it's my least favorite trope in horror movies. You do like it goes to it so easy and it's to me, it's just like a cheap pop. Like, you know, you're going to get a reaction. Even if your movie's shit, yeah. if you kill an animal, you know, you're going to get some sort of emotional reaction from the audience. And I'm like, just be do. How about get an emotional reaction by making a good scene? Like, yeah. why does it have to be the dog? Like, I don't know. It's just cheap to me. It is. And I, I totally agree. And I'm like, an, I love dogs. Like, I, I I hate it like Evil Dead with Grandpa. I have to fast forward that part. I love and I love that remake. I think it's that's like one of my favorites. But I always have to fast forward. Yeah, I think it, that we've talked about that. I, I, uh, personally, we've talked about. I think that is my favorite remake. But I'm the same way. Like yeah. I, I don't. It just 
it irks and i know like the, the there's always the memes out there like you know me when someone in a movie's like a person's getting chopped up like yay and yeah. then like you know dog <laughs> dies boo like it, it's true but like i can i can sit and you know watch someone be eviscerated yeah. but if they even just hint at like a dog like all right side note here all right we we've talked off pod about like movies that like got us emotional mm-hmm one of the most emotional movies I've ever seen in my life in a theater mm-hmm. was the movie My Dog Skip. Uh, I don't even know if you know this one. It's Malcolm in the Middle in the 50s. It's that kid, and he has a dog, and they're friends. That's yeah. the movie. It's one of those. Oh. But at the end of the movie, like some grave robbers or something like are trying to hurt the kid. So the dog, which is just like a little like – I think it was the dog from Frasier. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Like try to like like hurt the kid, so like they hit him with a shovel off screen. So all you hear is like, Dip! like <laughs> in the theater. I remember being a kid, like screaming, <laughs> like like just screaming. Uh, uh, spoiler alert for my dog Skip. The dog lives, and it ends with him driving a car. So, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, that's. I, I I just I get emotional with the dogs. <laughs> I feel like the more that we talk, I feel like we're just like almost the same person. Like I had to leave the theater for all dogs go to heaven because just like when I was little, the idea of it, because I knew like what that meant. I couldn't watch it. And I was crying. My mom was like, what are you like? What are you even crying about? And I was like, Ooh, and I had to leave. I still I, that's a great movie. I know. But I still don't like. And I can't. And like Frank and Weenie. And like, I don't like watching a movie. So I have three dogs myself. Uh, 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 so my fiance has two, and yeah. then I have my dog. He's you know he's he's the baby. Yes. Uh, but like, I can't do those movies because when I if I watch those movies, I'm just like I'm surrounded by dogs, and I'm like, I don't want to think about what's gonna happen. So like, let's live in the pretend bubble where things don't happen exactly (laughs) like that's why i won't watch marley and me i've never watched it and i won't watch it i mean i don't want to sound like a bitch but i mean like i mean buckets Buckets. (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i can't i can't even watch some of the dodos i know like we're getting off track here but i can't watch dodos on instagram with like the the stories before and after because i know it's going to be good but just even seeing like stories of dogs that what's a dodo the dodo is like uh, a hub for rescue stories. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with that. I'll send you a story. I will send you like an, a not super sad one. I was going to say, so you're like just telling me you're going to make me cry. Is that what <laughs> I'm going to ruin your night, by the way. That's what I'm going to do. Damn, here's four of them. <laughs> like yeah. one time I was watching them and my husband was like, where's your mom? And, Cause we have like a split level. And my daughter's like, Oh, she's just downstairs crying, watching dog rescue videos. And he comes down and he just looks at me and I'm like, it's so sad, but they get saved. <laughs> I'm here for it though. That's like my dream is I want to, I want to open a dog rescue. Oh, I mean, that would be wonderful. My dream is to do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) My dream is to do nothing and do what we're doing right now. Yes. As uh, just for fun. That's what my dream is. Those are my goals. You know, my, you know, in this scenario, I'll, I'll donate to your to your fictional uh, uh, dog shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. When it happens, like we can collaborate on that. But I just a podcast and a, a dog rescue. How awesome would life be? Yeah, <laughs> be great. But okay, so back to draws though. I oh Pippet. I was gonna say that 
brought us to Pippa. But that scene with Alex, I feel like that was one of my most favorite scenes too. But I feel like, like he was a minimal part to me. Like I knew that was scary because you saw the blood and you obviously, like you said, saw the fins. But, you know, the buildup with the kids faking it and, you know, because you're already, everyone was already nervous about being there. And then those fins happen. And then, oh, no, 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 no. That was, that was the pun. I'm sorry. I'm going on a different one. But when they're all sitting there and Brody's in like a horrible mood and he goes back out, the kids are splashing and then it happens. And the guy on the beach is like, oh my God. And then they do that awesome pan, that tunnel pan to Brody. And he's just sitting there. You know, like in his face and you're just like the best shots ever. Yes. And the other part, too, that I loved was the play on the eye. Like they do so many scenes of him sitting there cutting to the woman floating in the water. The one that I wish would have gotten eaten, not Pippa. And then, you know, he's looking around everyone's head when he's talking and you're you're looking for something. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I was in that moment. You're always kind of seeing what's going yeah and you you know like you're thinking you see something and then that happens and you just feel like the panic and then you see the fins and the blood like that part always scared the shit out of me too oh yeah i also like that i like that scene a lot too because it's it's one of the it's one of the uneasier scenes in the movie, but it's also one of the funnier scenes in the movie because while this is going on, mm-hmm. like while he's clearly like freaked out and he is paranoid that something's going to happen and he's trying to keep his eyes on the water, yep. every annoying old fucking town is like, it's like bothering him. Like, like, <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines though is when he comes up and he's like, I heard that you were going to close the beach. And he's like, that's some bad hat, Harry. And then he yeah. fucking walks away and his wife's like, you're tense. you got that you got the mayor like forcing his like constituent into the water like like and let's talk about the fucking mayor he pisses he just genuinely pisses me off through the movie and then the pond scene happens and my kids were my kids were out there well you're the one that wanted everyone out there like floating ducks like come on now yeah i didn't like the mayor no the mayor well the mayor is I mean, the mayor's become like a meme in itself, like, you know, like for uh, uh, city officials, to, you know, or, or public figures that are taking, you know, wealth over safety. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love seeing him pop up because, you know, it's just evil. Oh, he's just he's he's pure evil. And he does have some decent line. I, I don't mind the scene when he's like, uh, I'm not going to we're not going to have a like a goddamn fish autopsy. Right <laughs> yes. Oh, in the body. Yes. Yeah. yeah we're not going to have that little that little kitten or kid spill out on the dock. And I was like, oh, God, I know. Oh, and that scene, too. I don't want to keep like, going, oh, oh, oh. But when his mom goes up to Brody, you know, and, and you knew I found out a girl got attacked the other or whatever. And she, that whole speech, it's just like. You know, how bad, how, how shitty is it for Brody? Cause you knew that he was wanting to close the beach the whole time. Oh and, yeah. And I it was everyone was... else that wanted to keep, you know, but it, like pretty much his blood was on his hands. Yeah. Cause even, I think the mayor says like, you know, that's not on you Brody or something like that. And then he says, yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's tough. like being in his position, like you knew from the get go, like as soon as they did, he was typing the autopsy or the probable cause of death and he typed in shark attack like he knew now a question for you and this god edit this out if this is too mean uh even as a child Mm -hmm. i was like 
there's no way that woman is that is is Alex's mother. She looks like she's sixty five years old. Like I don't know grandma status at at that. I was like, I buy more grandma than I do mother. Uh, I and I, from what I understand, I think she was of appropriate age, uh, but. She doesn't look it. I'm just going to be honest. I was like, no. I even t- watching this again, I was like, like, Mm-mm. you're too old to be. That can't, like, there, there's no way. There's no fucking way. I know. And I thought the same thing too. But I thought it was like grandma. And then it's, oh, my kid. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. But didn't, wasn't there like a backstory to that too? Like, didn't the kid that played Alex he ended up owning a restaurant and she was there. Wasn't there like something that went around? Something that happened? Something like that that? Happened. I believe that the story was that, yeah, he owned a restaurant. He named us like a sandwich or something after her. Yeah. And then she like ate at the restaurant or something. Yeah. I believe that was the, the story. If I, if I'm correct. That's so nice but. to like, name a sandwich after your fictional mother that let you go in the ocean and die. Yeah. Get eaten <laughs> by a shark. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I mean, and then like, as far as like other scenes, cause that's kind of what we were talking about. Like, yeah. like I, 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 this isn't like a scene, obviously this is like the last third of the movie, but like when it becomes kind of more like an adventure movie, like the shark hunt, you know, Yeah. like how iconic is like the whole barrel thing, which I question the legitimacy of that being a tactic. <laughs> But like, I know it's kind of like, hmm, how how well is this going to work? But you're yeah. right, though, because it's just like like age difference when you're younger. It's not really appealing because you're not really like paying attention to the dialogue. You know what I mean? Like it's more of an eye thing. As a kid, you're like, oh, they're, they're getting that that shark. Like. Yeah. And then you're like, show me a fin. I want to see the shark. And then the action happens and you're like, oh, but I think I appreciate. I mean, obviously, being older now, you just appreciate the film. <laughs> as a whole but the la- the third act is i love it it's and all like the little angles where you see like the line and you're waiting for him to come up you know what i mean um, like just waiting how many greats you know great i mean you get the you get the line that everybody always misquotes but you know you're gonna need a bigger boat you get that mm-hmm. you get which first time you really see him you know which is already like two hours into the movie <laughs> yeah. uh like, I mean, it's just fun. And, like, the music is fun, too. I, like, I, everyone always talks about, obviously, like, the the famous, like, you know, da-da, like, mm-hmm. which is classic. Yeah. But, like, the adventures, like, theme music that Will, that John Williams did yep. uh, during those scenes. It's super fun and energetic. It is. I love it. And that's a huge core memory of mine because when I lived in Florida, I was lucky enough to do the Jaws ride at Universal. Oh, I've done it before, too. Oh. So fun. And when you, like, w- are walking through Amity and you hear, like, the, you know, the uppity beach music, the island music, it's just, I don't know. I love it, too. I I have my husband picked up, um, a vi- like, a record, and it's, like, an older one for 15 bucks. He found it, and he brought it home, and I was like, oh, my God, because I have, oh, like, yeah. the newer one from Waxwork, or I think Waxworks, but that one, but I just, I love the music. No, so such good music. Speaking of the ride, like, it, like it's a slight side note, is it not like a fucking travesty that they got rid of it? I was so mad when I found out because I didn't really know too much of Harry Potter. I mean, I like the movies now. I'm not like a huge Harry Potter buff. You know what I mean? Like, 
so I was I was pissed. I'm like, how dare this little fucking nerd <laughs> come in and take over Jaws? But I heard I heard that it might be coming back. There's like a petition for it to come back because they're doing another part of Universal and they're going to have Universal Monsters, Mario, and they're saying there's room to put the ride back. Which I heard it. So from what I understand, it still exists in Disney. I'm sorry, uh, like the Universal, like Tokyo, like the Japanese one. I guess it still exists over there. Yeah. Um, And then I've been told at the California location, it is like it's part of an of an experience like like it's not the full ride but like it's part of like a like, like you get to see king kong and jaws and uh, but anyway it should be it should exist it was a i mean one of the best rides ever the like i feel like we're so lucky that we got to experience it being oh, yeah. the the jaws lovers that we are but i i was terrified of it like i didn't want to go on it because i was fucking so scared i'm like i wouldn't do it and then i would i would like go in front of it and I'd stand there. My mom's like, are we, are we doing this or not? And I would kind of just, no, and go to ET, but I wanted to do it, but I was just so afraid of it. It's, I mean, I mean, I was terrified of it too. I mean, I can't, I was probably like 10, 12 when I went on it. Um, it doesn't also, it makes me mad that they got rid of it. But then like, and like, they, they have to know that these things mean stuff to people. Yes. You, you know, like what the fate of the shark from that ride was like, did you, it wasn't good. So Kevin Smith, uh, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. Like clerks, mall rats. I know he's not super popular. Some people hate him, but I love him. He's great. He's, it's his favorite movies. Also jaws. And, um, he, he even wrote it into mall rats. If you remember, they get married in front of the jaws ride, uh, at universal studios. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, he, at one point, and I can't remember why, but he was telling the story that he basically, he wanted to see the, Oh, when they got, when they, when they got rid of the fucking ride, that's yeah. right. He was like, okay, we got rid of the ride. He's like, well, where's the shark? And then he went and saw it and they weren't taking care of it. It had like fucking like deteriorated. Oh and God. like, uh, I believe he, like so, tried to like gather a petition or something to like restore it and like put it like into some like museum or some shit somewhere. I don't know what the status of that is, Fuck but it. I really hope that they, they do something with it. Like, cause just, just to let it sit there and rot, it just seems weird. I know. And that's horrible. Like, and you would think that they'd want to preserve it and possibly even like do it as a display. As a display or put it in the, I don't know the Smithsonian, but like somewhere somebody's going to want it. Like it's a yeah. part of like a lot of people's childhood. Seriously. And that ride was expensive. Like, I don't know numbers off the top of my head, but I knew it was a lot of money to do that ride. And even like, even the billboards when I would, when we would go past them on the highway, they would, you know, down in Florida, they'd have like massive billboards. And it was like this huge shark eating the boat. And I would be, go past and I would just stare at it. And I was like, Ooh, Cause it's just so scary. Like, I don't know. I, I was, I, I love universal. I'm such a universal nerd. I am too. I, I, I will take, I mean, while I don't mind Disney, I'll take universal over Disney any day, any day. I know. And my parents were, they worked at Disney when we lived in oh. Florida. Yeah. But like I, and the only thing I really like remember and enjoyed was the haunted mansion. Go figure. You know? Haunted fun. There's there's fun. I mean, I'm not going to be like Disney sucks, but like <laughs> as like a movie fan, even as a kid, I was like a movie obsessed freak. Yeah. Like that was the place I wanted to be. Hell yeah, they'd Ghostbusters. Like, that's where the movies are. <laughs> yeah, like everything, and they're they're doing like um, E.T. 
Back to the Future. They're doing like, oh, in the in Jaws, in the Tribute Store, they have all this awesome like stuff to buy. And we're going in September and I cannot wait. I'm like, I'm going to have to get it. You're going for Halloween, uh, the the nights. What's it called again? Horror nights. Halloween horror nights. Yes, we're doing it this year. We did it for our anniversary in 2016, and then we did last year with our friends, and then this year um, we're gonna do it with our daughter. Like we're bringing her, and she's so excited because I, you know, any parent that brings their kids to stuff like that at a younger age, kudos to you. But I, it's expensive to go there and I want her to like be able to enjoy it and not just go there for her to shit her pants and want to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like, I get your point totally. Like, you know what I mean, I want you to be able to actually have cognitive function and remember this, yeah. you know, have a memory and not have yeah. like a miserable parent standing there being like, Oh no, by all means you go and enjoy this ride and I'll just sit here. And I'm not trying to be mean because it's not what, like what I'm trying to say, but I just, I wanted her to experience it when she was of age where I think that she would have fun and we can all do it together. I would say that's uh, to me, you know, I, I don't have kids, but uh, mm-hmm. I would say that that, that makes total sense to me, um, mm-hmm. especially if it's a place that's important to you, like Universal seems like it is. Um, why wouldn't you want to have them experience that for the, you know, make the most out of the first time they can experience that? Exactly. Like when, and then we'll go back to Jaws, but when we went down in 2016, because I, I wasn't, I haven't been there since I was a kid. And when we got back there, I literally like cried. I was so excited to be, because I felt like it was kind of full circle. You know what I mean? Like I grew up there and now I'm back here as an adult with my husband. And like, now we're going with our kid and I'm sappy like that. Like that just, it's so exciting. Yeah. I mean, that makes, I, I would say that you'd be heartless and cold if it wasn't a little bit uh, (laughs) emotional for you. Yes. So, but it would be even cooler if Jaws was there. Yes. Uh, Now that we can agree on. Yes. Um, So like, who do you think, is your, I know it's hard to pinpoint, but who do you think your favorite character is out of Jaws? It's not hard to pinpoint for me. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, it was Hooper. Yeah? I Yeah, I was definitely in that boat of like, uh, I lo- love animals mm-hmm. and he's kind of the animal, even though he's also there to kill Jaws. <laughs> the shark, God, I just, whatever. His name is Jaws. I can't get over it. Yeah. Uh, he's still there to kill the shark, uh, but he's like the animal one. You know, he's kind of smart. I always like the smart, even like, we, I know we're Ninja Turtle fans, like I'm a Donatello Like he's Hell my favorite. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I always thought like he wasn't, like I kind of always like, like the smart character in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um and and Hooper just had that he's you know he doesn't take any of Quint's shit he you know he always gives it back to him yeah um I remember finding out like in the book like spoiler alert for a 40 year old book but like (laughs) he's like a real piece of shit in the book like he fucks Brody's wife in the book there's a whole angle about like him having an affair with Brody's wife and I was like I don't want to think of Richard Dreyfus sexually ever, but like not as Hooper either. One of my favorite characters. I did not know that by my expression. Yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Why the, why would they, why? Uh, yeah. And that's what, uh, so Spielberg has said, uh, before that, like why he, he didn't really follow the book super closely is cause he's like, why well, I, all the characters are assholes. He's like, I like none of the characters in the book are likable people. So he's like, I had to, sort of play with their, you know, the, you know, 
rewrite some stuff. Yeah, totally. I didn't see, I, I took the, I would take the book out of the library and I would just kind of read through it and get to like, you know, get to the good parts. And then I was like, eh, but I didn't realize that everyone was a dick and Hooper (laughs) fucked Brody's wife. That's hilarious. Which if you watch, so next time you go back and rewatch it, Mm -hmm. the, during the dinner scene, he is kind of flirty with her. Yeah. And I wonder if there are some scenes where like maybe to appease uh, Peter Benchley, they were like, all right, like, we'll we'll film this. And if it works, it works. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just curious. I, I did notice that too with the, with the dinner scene that when he brought the wine that she, they were kind of flirtatious back and forth. Their, their talk. Hmm. That's interesting. That's cool. So who's your favorite character? I love Quint. I, I just I there's just I think he was perfect like Robert Shaw was made for that role and I I don't know what it is like I feel like I've known him before you know what I mean like you just like know you know a Quint and I don't know like his death shook me no because you 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 I don't want to say like you hate him because it's you know everyone's perception of him is is different but I just thought that he was hilarious I thought that he was, you know, had this tough exterior. But like I said, you have like that moment where he's kind of opening up. So you know that he does kind of have like, I don't want to say a soft side, but he has a little niceness to him. Yeah. I don't think Quint's a, I guess you could look at him as sort of, I don't even think you can look at him as the bad guy. I think all three of the characters are good people in the movie, not the book. Yeah. Uh, And like, it's just, they're all it's just coming at a problem from three different ways. Right. And and that's the thing. It's, they all know it's a problem, but they're like, obviously for, on the same mission, but it's different approaches. Yeah. So, I, I agree. I, Quint's amazing. I mean, one of the best characters I feel like ever put on the screen. Uh, fun to me that Robert Shaw like hated, but then again, this movie went like way over budget and way over production shooting. So, but like, you know, now it's famously known that he was drunk during half the scenes, which I'm going to argue made him better. Yeah. Made it more believable as a salty sea captain. <laughs> it's true. And I'm glad that I'm glad that it, that it happened that way because it was perfect. Oh yeah. It was fantastic. Like when you, I mean, I think when I, when I think of like, Oh, like a, like a, like a, like an old fisherman, you know, like I picture like two people, I picture like the sea captain from the Simpsons and Quint, like those <laughs> are the two like, the people I picture in my head. Yes. That's perfect though. And it's, it's true. Like, I don't know. I would love to just sit and hang out with him and drink. What is the beer? I can never pronounce it. I cannot pronounce it either. And I couldn't find it. I wanted to find it for tonight, but it, it's, it made it to my area lo- like very recently, but mm-hmm. I've, I've yet to find it. And same with us because we got it a while back and I went to go look for it and they, they didn't have it. And I was like, of course, when we're going to do this, but I don't know. I just, I, I love Hooper too. Cause there was, but I think I loved them as um, not like a couple, but I just felt like they were, they were great. Narangansett? Yeah. Narangansett. I don't know. (laughs) It's it. When I saw it, I was like, I'm not even going to attempt it. Yeah. But that beer. But yeah, no. And you're right. I think like, I almost said Toby Hooper, Uh, Hooper (laughs) and uh, Hooper and Quint. They're not a couple, like you said, but they're kind of a couple. They're, they're, they're the, the yin and the yang uh, on the boat, you know? Yeah. Like where where Brody's kind of just stuck in the middle. 
And I always like felt bad for Brody. And I like obviously knew that he hated the water, but I just felt like he was kind of after the first two acts, he kind of was back burner, even though I know that's, I know that he kills the shark and I know that he's, you know, the hero, you know, the hero at the end, but I felt like he kind of wasn't too, I don't want to say important, but like, wasn't like the main guy, you know what I mean? Because they were just so entertaining together. You're right. And he, he does take, he's like you said, the last third of the movie, he kind of takes a backseat to Hooper and Quint Mm -hmm. who are more in their element. You know, they're, they're both, see people in of different ways semen if you will uh still funny uh (laughs) um but yeah brody's kind of just there he's like kind of like i said like he's like a like a lost kid for most of it granted like you said he gets the final showdown with the shark but i mean the majority of the movie is of that of the that part is you know quint trying his shit that didn't work and then it's uh, Hooper trying his shit that doesn't work, yep. and then Brody's like, "We'll just blow his fucking blow the fucking thing up." Yeah, I'll take control of this and I'll fucking just shoot him. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, I love the scene where they're drinking, and he takes his can and he smushes it, and then Hooper's just sitting there and he has his little plastic cup and he does and he stares him down. And he just crinkles it. <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. but that type of stuff cracks me up. Oh, it's good. I, I love the. I'm going to misquote it because I, I don't remember her name, but I always think of the, you know, what is it? Oh, right, right here, right here. And he pulls his shirt out and he's got that 80s hairy chest. And mm-hmm. he's like, Mary Sue, she broke my heart. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I don't know why it's so stupid. It's such a cheesy line, but I, I love it because I'm like, I could see being drunk with my buddy. Like, and it, it's at that point, they didn't seem just sort of drunk. They seemed drunk as fuck. Wasted. Yeah. <laughs> I love so. it. And another line of Hooper's I love is when he gets to he gets off the boat and he's asking them like for a good restaurant or hotel and he's like just walk straight ahead and he's like Haha, you're all gonna die. <laughs> well, speaking of of favorite lines, yes. Um, can I play you? I think an underrated line. Like I, everyone knows, you're 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 gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, you know, smile, um, you son of a bitch. Yeah, smile, you son of a all. There's so many classic lines. There's an under. There's there's one scene in this movie though. Like I can get annoying with this movie, and I'm sure you can too, where you're quoting it half the time. Oh yeah, and you've got to try to pull yourself back um, to not annoy the people you're watching it with. <laughs> but there's one scene in this movie that I don't care if I'm in a theater full of 500 people or if I'm watching it by myself. I'm going to say these two lines and I, uh, I I have it clipped up here so I wanted to play it because I feel like nobody talks about these scenes I'm excited please it's about a 10 second scene so okay. I think it's from a cold got a deep throat crack yeah well, but what kind what kind of shark it's a tiger shark a what yeah <laughs> <laughs> There is no way in hell I'm watching this movie and I'm not going to say Tiger Shock and I'm not going to say a war. <laughs> like out of nowhere, this guy comes in as if like he's from an Abbott and Costello movie and just gives this like sassy one line performance. And I love it. It's like it's 
like it just makes me feel good in, in the cockles of my heart. <laughs> I am so happy that you play that because I do I, I do say that. Oh what? <laughs> I love what? that part. <laughs> and I don't know why, but the 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 tiger shark line it it's it just sticks in my head and it's it's because I always think I know he's got the pen in his mouth, but yeah. it always just sounds like he's like and I know it takes place in New England, but like uh, he's got like that very like it sounds like a Boston accent, like a tiger shock. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why this is it's stupid, but I, I very much enjoy that scene. I love it. I'm I'm so glad you played it because I'm like thinking because I love it on the same level like you. You know what I mean? I'm like I wonder what he's gonna play. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we're on the same boat. <laughs> I just feel like uh, that scene just is nobody talks about it, but it's it's you know like. I, I, I think of this in, in a context like so you shared that the, the Jaws is actually coming back to theaters for its 40th anniversary. I think. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, I want to go, but I'm afraid that I'm just going to annoy people and like treat it like a viewing of like The Room or like uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show where mm-hmm. like I'm going to be like, oh, this is an interactive thing, right? <laughs> like, yes. And they're going to be like, shut the fuck up and get out of here. Get down. And then I'll be like, what? <laughs> a what? <laughs> oh, my God. I hope that you do that because we saw this. Uh, we went to Salt City Horror Fest and they, we watched it on 35 millimeter. And oh, I'm sure that was amazing. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, I had a buzz from mimosas and I I hooted and I, I said lines out loud. I didn't even fucking care. But, of course, everyone... I think people stood up and were screaming at the, you're going to need a bigger boat. People oh. were freaking out. But I just, there were so many memorable scenes and lines. And I just sat there. I didn't, I didn't care. It was full on interactive with me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're there with your, your not Naragan scent and you're yeah. ready to go. <laughs> my husband's taking my mimosa. Like, no, no, no. We need to stay awake for the thing. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm super pumped that it's going back in theaters. Yeah. I uh, definitely will see it. Um, I know they said it's coming to IMAX, and I'm like, I think I just want to see it on the big screen, like regular. I don't, yeah. I don't know if IMAX will necessarily make this a better experience, but that's no. just me. I'm, I'm like easy peasy. Like if I get to see it on the big screen, just like even in the small little movie theater, I, I was happy. I mean, it's still like what, like a 500 inch screen, so like it's still like better than viewing it at home. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. And hopefully you get like a room full of enthused people because there's no better thrill and like rush to be in a movie theater with people who appreciate it just as much as you do. They better be when I'm sitting there in my gray Hooper sweater. <laughs> I know. We were discussing doing that for Halloween. Uh, Hooper, Quint, and uh, Brody. Yeah. And we're because we did Halloween like two years ago and my kid was Michael Myers and she's, you know, tiny. And then my husband was Loomis and I was Lori. So how, so who so let's let's hear the rundown. Who would be who in this uh, this rendition? I wanted to be Quint. I said I'm I totally favorite. want to do that and he's like, "Well, you don't have a beard." I'm like, "I'll improvise." But just I, draw one. Yeah, exactly. Or I would even go so far as to get like a fake one around cuz he has the hat, but I'd do it around my ears and yeah. and I would have my beer and I would be intoxicated. So it would be perfect. I'm in character. <laughs> Method acting. I think my kid would be awesome for Brody with like a turtleneck hair, kind of like like a a wig maybe, or just even pulling it back. And then my husband being Hooper. 
but he I wants to be Quint. So I don't, I think he's trying to like steal the drunk old sailor from me, but it's mine. If you have a dog, one of them could be the brute, could be Bruce. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to totally get a shark costume for Wolfie. Boom. Yes. There you go. I know. It's perfect. Got it all planned out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, I was going to ask you. So like for lines though, like, is there any other, any other lines that you love other than? I mean, really all of them, but like <laughs> uh, particular ones that stand out that we haven't really discussed. Like, cause we've discussed the Indianapolis scene already. Yeah. Um, my favorite one line in movie history. Uh, <laughs> um, let me see. What else do we got? really that we've kind of discussed most of the lines. Uh, I forgot about the one that you mentioned with, uh, is he dead? <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> but, uh, you know, which one too is, uh, the scene where Quint talks about killing the shark. Which one? When he's, when they're in the room and everyone's talking, he does the fingernails ah, on the, the chalkboard the and the then tail, the whole damn thing leads into y'all know me. I always like, we'll say that around the house. Like, in whatever context. And I'll be like, y'all know me. (laughs) They're just like, Oh my God, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. That is, uh, you know what? I actually, I'm sorry. I just, I'm so stupid. I literally, I did prep prep for this. I did get some, I I did get some lines that I actually wanted to talk about. Uh, we did the, you're going to need a a bigger. Okay. All right. Here's a stupid one that I, I, not, I say stupid, but like, I mean like kind of a sillier one, but I love when Quint and, um, Hooper are drunk and they're like, you want to drink? Drink to your leg. I'll drink to your leg. Okay, so we'll drink to our legs. Like it's like just drunk idiots, but like I, I very much enjoy it. I love I love that scene. Period. Because and even like you know the super serious conversation, there's stupid conversation that's hilarious, and I always am dying. And then the lights go off, and it gets serious. Oh yeah, it, it changes like that. And I love it because that part always scared the shit out of me. Because I'm like, oh my god, no way. Are they going to have the shark show up at nighttime? Oh, yeah. And that's would be, and then it busts through. Yeah. Um, another line that I like uh, that I am often uh, <laughs> quoting to my friends when I am highly intoxicated uh, is uh, uh, here's to swimming with bow legged women. I literally, I got to find it. <laughs> I literally wrote that down too. I got to find it so you know that I'm telling the truth. Where the hell did I put it? Because, you know, I showed you my notes and I have. A thousand. <laughs> you have a lot, a lot more notes than I've got. I've got right a, a few notes on my phone and some on here. Here's the swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> I love that one. And I also love, like you were saying, the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. And like the break, I just, he's so sure of himself. And it's just like, you know, let me do my business. You guys can still maintain your shops. Let me just kill him. Cause. Oh yeah. He's got a lot of good lines in that scene. I like when he's also he says he says, uh, it's not like going down onto the pond chasing bluegills or tommy cats. Yes. The shark swallow you whole. Yes. I love it because he starts speaking in broken sentences, which I'm curious if it's a choice or was he just shit face? <laughs> like, I don't know. As his buddy standing there with his dog. Yes. Like his right hand man. Like I just I love that whole scene. And the and the shark drawing with the the little stick figure in his mouth. It's just, and, yeah. and that's like what was burned into my brain. So I'm like, okay, if I'm not going to get the whole cover, cause I wanted to get a sleeve, but 
tattoos are crazy, like how expensive they are. And I didn't want Bruce or Jaws to have like a wonky eye, you know, like a bad sleeve. So I just wanted to keep it simple. I'm with you. I have a Jaws inspired tattoo myself. Oh. I didn't do the exact. Um, I didn't want to do the, the, the poster, even yeah. though I love the poster. I know. Favorite poster ever. Mm-hmm. I have um, my entire thigh is a uh, is a great white shark. <sighs> Oh, that's so, awesome! Yes, I uh, so uh, we're we're sort of uh, 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 tattoo uh, cousins or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> yes, we are. I want to do. I want to do more. Like I want to get more. I was thinking like the orca or something jaws inspired. Oh God! For a second, I, like I realized you mean the orca, the boat. I thought you meant orca, the wh- the killer whale. And I'm like, <laughs> if we can do a whole other episode on orca, the killer whale, if you want. I mean, if you want to talk baby fetus whales, yeah, we're doing it. Is, was that a <laughs> Have you seen orca? Please tell me you've seen orca. I haven't. Oh, it's awful, but like it's the best Jaws ripoff because it's a fucking whale that's killing people, and it's 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 a. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting too excited about a terrible movie when we're talking about a good one. But that just got me so excited because I, I need, cause I watched cruel jaws. If you could sit through cruel jaws, Orca makes that look like Schindler's list. Like, so <laughs> it's a real movie at least like Bo Derrick's in it. Yeah. And like, uh, but it just as a quick summary, just to give you a tease of what it is, yep. it is very jaws, the revenge ish because uh, the whale sees it's, wife whale we'll call it murdered by a bunch of fishermen but not only that they go really hard and like the a fetus falls out of the whale and basically now the whale is literally hunting these people down even when they're on land check it out there my mind is blown like my mind is literally blown he does. <laughs> you should check it out. He like sets traps and stuff. It's pretty wild. Oh my god! I have to watch it tonight. Like I want to watch it tonight. It's. I might have to watch it tonight too. After this, I haven't seen it in a while, but it is. Uh, it's pretty bad, but it's fun. That's awesome. But like back to Cruel Jaws, though. I want to watch it again. Like I found so much pleasure watching that movie because it was so horrible, and then you get to see the brief flashbacks of Jaws. Yeah, we stole so, scenes from Jaws. <laughs> so I, I think we should be clear here because I don't know. Not I, I think everybody knows Jaws one through four. Not yeah. everybody knows Jaws part five, quote unquote. Right. Uh, there is a movie called Cruel Jaws, and I believe on some posters it literally is credited as Jaws five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's an unofficial ripoff. Uh, Italian, I believe, yep. um, where they literally just recycle footage from all the other Jaws movies, and it was made in the 90s, yep. and it is about as good as you could imagine it, 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 as it would be. <laughs> I Like, the trailer, how long was the trailer? The trailer was, like, 14 minutes. Yeah. It was, like, an insane trailer, and I just was like, I need to watch this right now. And I, they were like, what are you, what are you watching? I'm like, this is the best, worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> how and i'm sure they did get sued I, like i that i was watching i think they should show that movie in like law like law classes because like Don't here's not like here's how to get yourself sued right here I, I know like i can't believe they even got away with it but i'm glad they did because it is entered and i i promote that like people will talk about something i'm like hey 
you need to watch Cruel Jaws. <laughs> They're just like, okay. Check it. If you want, it's free on Tubi right now. So yeah. for all your listeners, you can uh, check that out. Because I, it's funny you brought it up. I literally had seen it for the first time. Like, I think it might have been the first movie I watched on Tubi, to be honest, <laughs> when I downloaded it. But uh, it is, uh, yeah, I already saw it for the first time like three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Tubi is amazing. Like, I never watched it before. And then when I started my page, I like, Found, I was looking for movies and then I found them on Tubi and I'm like, I cannot believe that this site is free and it has so many like cinematic pieces of, of gold that is like yeah. horrible movies, but like amazing. For my podcast, it's been a gold mine. <laughs> I know. And like, I'm just, I love your podcast because I love B films. Like I love all like zombie beavers, Shockma, like all of those amazing horrible movies i'd watch them all day yeah i I should have zombie beavers yes that's so good Maybe we'll have you as a guest for that one yes did you ever watch shockma which one is it it's uh the the monkey sharkma uh shockma it's like s-h-a-k-m-a is that the monkey one yes and i think that the the thing that drew me in the most was the the trailer because it was the old 80s trailers with the guy with the intense voice and he's like shockma shocking audiences everywhere and it was so intense and i'm like wait what and then the i think i've seen the poster for it like scrolling through but i i because i i definitely knew it was it had because there's a monkey on the cover isn't there yeah and he's like got evil red eyes yeah 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 i i definitely no because i'm thinking of oh my god monkey shrines yep that's the one yep you, the- you have to look for shockma i think that would be one that you would totally be into because it's it's like horrible but there's cool parts to it it's one of my faves i think we could do a whole month on just bad killer monkey movies we need personally, to but. we need to do just to like bad animal month and just watch the worst the best of the worst yeah well we're we're, we're sort of starting that our next episode we're doing is on a movie called bait which is about a uh, sharks inside of a convenience or a, a supermarket so <laughs> Oh, I will so be tuning if you're in. Listening as to this, that and that sounds interesting. Check it out. Yes, I'm going to. Um, but yeah, so that I, I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to talk about. Oh, so back to scenes. I know, like we're kind of flip flopping to like favorite lines, favorite scenes, and then um, we're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I love the scene with um, Brody and Sean after you know the whole exchange with Alex's mom, and he's down and out. And they, he's mimicking him. Yes. And doing that whole scene. Like, I don't know why, but I, I loved that scene. I just thought it was so cute. It's super cute. And then at the end when he's like, give me a kiss. And he's like, why? He's like, cause I need it. <laughs> I just love it. Which if he had done it in a different voice, totally different scene. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> give it. I need it. <laughs> uh yes no that scene is super adorable um like as someone who doesn't have kids that's like i i definitely like i'm like you know like come here puppy i need to like play with your paws or something like (laughs) but i just feel like it was totally like you know i don't know feeling it could have been it could have been my kid it could have been someone you know what i mean like that whole connection just it grounded brody's character i think Totally. It's really where you're like, oh, okay, he's not just a cop and he's not just getting yelled at by the town. Like, he's a real man who, like, loves his family. and Yeah, and shit's getting serious because, like, you know, you put things into perspective. And, you know, I just – 
the thing that gets me too is the whole like political aspect of it too is like you know no there's a a a, a murdering shark on the loose but we have to stay open like we don't care about people's safety we have to do this for money you know what i mean and then it's like well who's the real villain in the movie you know yeah, what I mean? and w- avoiding politics, there is a lot of uh, similarities that you can draw to in real life with it. <laughs> Absolutely, and then you're right. Like I, I didn't, you know, I don't want to do like the political angle, but you just as a human, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't want to put anyone's like in your brain. Yeah, exactly. You just don't want to put anyone's life in danger. I'm with you. So, but yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's all. I mean, I, I have a lot. I, I have a lot more, but we don't have to. We don't have to go down that alley. It's whatever you want. I'm having a good time. If you want to keep going, I don't know how long you want your episode to be. So, I'm uh, I'm down to sit here and and talk shark stuff with you all night or whatever you want to do. So it's an, it's entirely up to you. Well, I feel like we could do sharks. We could talk sharks jaws all night long. Oh well, real quick before we we transition because I wanted to have a conversation with you about something but so how what are your takes on the sequels like do you enjoy the other movies or personally uh i i do um totally totally different though yeah um so like part two like i mean okay so the love that i have for like the genuine love and like my comfort movie and like my all-time favorite movie is jaws yes None, none of that translates to the sequels, uh, but like they're still enjoyable. Like uh, two is like it's an action movie more than anything. Yeah. N- none of the others are scary. Uh, you get Brody back, which reluctantly because uh, what's what's his name didn't want to do it, but he's contractually signed to do it. Uh, so he takes out a second shark. The third movie, you know, it focuses on the sun. Um, it's at SeaWorld. That's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. But again, just a fun movie. The the worst 3D in the history of time. <laughs> yes. um, and then part four, which is truly awful. Like the other two are fun and watchable. Part four is awful. Yeah. Um, but like, it's fun to watch and Michael Caine still hasn't even seen it, which I think is hilarious, but he's, but he's loving he that he house was... that he yeah. got from the whole thing. I love that. You know that. <laughs> yes. I was going to bring that up. Yes. The, his quote was, I have, I've never seen the movie, but I've seen the house that it built and it's lovely. <laughs> I love it. I just think that's a total, like, I don't know, like, a, not like a fuck but, you, but like, Oh, Hey. But you, Jaws, there is favorite? one part about Jaws 4, I mean, which, like, there's one thing. We could do a whole episode on Jaws 4. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> totally. There is, like, a slap in the face to the original that comes from that movie that I, like, I think is wrong. So in that movie, they say that Brody spent the rest of his life afraid of sharks and that he died from the fear of of sharks essentially that's what they say in that movie if i'm not correct yeah well brody's already killed two of them (laughs) so you're kind of just making him sound like he's a big fucking pussy like he should be the one person who's like i know how to take these bitches out i am the shark master (laughs) (laughs) like correct like i saved all your asses 
I'm not a I pussy. Blew one up. I electrocuted one of these fuckers. <laughs> like I'm good. I'm good. Like, but, but apparently he, he just spent the rest of his life like, oh, sharks, no. And then I guess was like, I don't know, smelt a can of tuna one day and it had gave him flashbacks and he died. I don't know. TSD uh, heart attack. <laughs> either way, so that's my thoughts. I do think they're fun. Yeah. Uh, two and three more so than four, but uh, they're enjoyable. Yeah. That's, what do you think of them? I that's the same way, but like because like you said. Jaws is, uh, is one of the best movies ever made and it's great quality. You know what I mean? Like cinema, the, the mute, everything, but then you get two and three and they're fun. Like you said, like they're, they're like a background watch in a sense. I mean, I don't, I, I watch them. I love two and three, but I love them in the B movie sense. Like, I just think that they're great for that. And then popcorn flicks. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're just fun to have some fun too. Like the end of three with that fucking shark, that paper. <laughs> and they're screaming. And my kid watched it and she was like, that is so fake. And then she starts laughing. I'm like, okay, if an eight year old can find humor in this, like I, but I was scared of three when I was younger because I lived in Orlando. And that was, would make sense. There was, I would say as a kid, I think, I do think for some reason I, I think the the scene where the, the the dude's head ended up in the um like the display tank yes. that uh that, that stuck with me as a kid. And I couldn't watch that part. That's funny that you say that because that was like one of the scenes that I had to kinda cover my eyes because I that scared me. Oh, I mean I mean in a sort of stupid movie, I mean it's still a dude's head in a tank. Like it's it's a frightening imagery. Yes. And then like some fun facts about three, Dennis Quaid talked about how like pretty much they they had their coke like into the the movies like um budget and they were all like coked out the whole time. Oh wow. I know. I mean, and I was like just thinking how funny to do like a shark movie and then like have cocaine supplied and then have to they act. Just don't make them like they used to. <laughs> the good old days. Like, yeah. it's just crazy. But that one, like that one's fun too. There were some parts in two that, that scared me. Like, um, and, and it's horrible too, cause it's bad quality, but the part where they all fall, fall out of the boat and the shark comes up and his mouth kind of turns sideways. Mm-hmm. But it's like to see him, I was like, ah, and I was scared of that part. But now I watch it and I'm like, that is so bad. The shark gets worse and worse as the movies go on. Like, I like I know people still to this day make jokes about how shitty the shark looks. I think it looks pretty good in part one, like yeah. even to this day. And then part two, it looks a little plasticky. And then part three, it's like you said, paper mache. <laughs> and part four, it's made of clay i think it's a claymation shark at the end um yeah and there's like lion noises because sharks growl and like it's been a punchline for like even like back to the future you know ah, shark still looks fake or whatever like yeah it's it's been i i think it's undeserved in the first movie um but it they do progressively get worse as far as special effects go you think it would be the opposite but all right i know you but i mean like how much money did go like go into the to the sequels but True. even when I was rewatching it, I mean, the millionth time that I watch it, I think it's good quality for 75. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like really good quality. Other than the, the thing that always got me was the jaw repetitively rah, 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 opening 
up. You know what I mean? Like, do sharks do that? I don't know. I, I would assume not. I mean, I, I, I've watched a lot of Shark Week, and yeah. usually it's one decisive bite. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they're just like <laughs> chomp, chomp, constantly. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, all in It'd be all, funny. I mean, at least right before you died, it'd be you get you get a laugh. But like <laughs> coming at you, no, 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 no. <laughs> you just but, mouth something, make 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 it look like act like he's talking, saying something stupid to yeah. you. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. uh, and, and then you were going through the sequels, right? Well, yeah, so the se- I just wanted to see, like, your take on it, because I know some people don't. But I haven't got your, your take on part four. You talked two and three. I haven't heard part four yet. Okay, so with four, I feel like she was so goddamn annoying and dramatic and, like, the whole angle that it's following them to the Bahamas. You know what I mean? Like, that whole angle, I would... I don't know it's what revenge, Jordana. It's, re- it's revenge. Okay. It is out for <laughs> revenge. And I, I don't know. I liked watching it when I was younger, but now I just would, I don't think I've watched it in quite a while. Uh, so I don't, I know we could spend so much time on four. Did you know that there's like, and I guess in the, the novelization of four and there was scenes film for it that, it had something to do with a voodoo curse. I did not know that. Yeah, that like there is like I guess there were scenes filmed, and from what I understand, if I and it, this I am far less knowledgeable on part four than I am on part one. Yeah. Uh, so I may be getting some things mixed up here. That they filmed a scene where it opened with like a voodoo doctor or whatever, like creating some sort of voodoo curse. <laughs> that ends up on the Brody family. And apparently from what I, if I'm recalling correctly, they showed it to the, um, to the, the film studio and the film studio was like, this is the worst fucking opening of anything we've ever done. So that's why that jaws four has a really weird opening as it is like with like a bunch of like, uh, like kind of over tones, I believe if I'm correct, it has kind of a weird one, but apparently they were just like, scrap the whole fucking thing. Like we're going to just, we're no, no, we're not doing voodoo priest. Okay. <laughs> we're making a bad movie, but we're not doing voodoo priests. It's bad. like weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah. Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> like what? I didn't know that, that, I mean, how would anyone think that that's, that would be a good movie? Like someone would be like, Oh my God. I mean, it's, it's an awful, it's t- a terrible premise, but it's also not that far off from this shark followed me to the Bahamas and it knows where I am. Right. <laughs> like, I know. Like come back with something good. Oh, the shark is following the family to the Bahamas. Yeah. That seems, that seems legit. And like, wasn't the beginning scene, the whole Christmas thing. Yes. And he was on the bow and he went out. Uh, the, 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 where the, where Jaws sets, or I'm sorry, Jaws four sets, we'll call him <laughs> Jaws four sets a trap for him because he reaches out for the buoy and then he, the shark was waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> like just perched waiting yeah. for him. Yes. Uh, oh my God. That, and that scene was horrible. And then I, I think the only good part of that movie was the banana boat scene for me. It's the most met. Well, and it's horrible. It's horrible, but I, love I would say that, and then the 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 claymation roaring shark. I hate that. Did you know that they? Oh God, how did that story go? That they told the person to like make the noise, and they're like, "Well, sharks don't make," and they're like, "Just 
just do something. And he came back with like a lion roar. Yeah. I like a lion. I mean, I don't understand a lot of points. Like then when he stabs it, the shark explodes to this day. I'm like, why did it explode? Was there a tank secretly hiding inside? Yeah. It made no sense. And for people to, to even let that go to like the cutting, like, I don't, I don't get it. They clearly just didn't give a shit anymore. And they were like, we're going to cash this in one last time. That's what it was. <laughs> but their budget, I think, was super high. I think I remember reading it was like a lot of money for that movie. I mean, I think to even make a shitty version of these, it's going to it takes some it takes some money because you're filming it, 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 either in a tank or on the ocean or whatever the hell you're doing. And, and then you got to make the fucking shark, even if it looks like a piece of shit, you know, yeah, like, but like you're still making it. What's his name locked out? Because he got to go to the Bahamas. And film there, Michael Caine, and then yeah. didn't really even care about the fucking movie, and then he got a house. Yeah, like he's he's a very smart man because that's what I would do. Yeah, he, he's 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 a boss. <laughs> totally, but I, I loved him in the movie, which of course because he's such a good actor. But you know, I mean, he's Michael Caine. He's yeah. just one of those guys that, that he could be in anything, and I'm going to enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But I just I I'm awaiting the day that they try to remake it because they're doing The Exorcist. I'm not happy about that. No, I'm not happy about. I'm I'm less offended by it than I am with Jaws. Um, but I feel like it's I do creeping remember in. a few years ago. You, uh, I'm sorry. Well, I just like with I'm just like with The Exorcist coming. I feel like I'm more nervous because I feel like they're opening the gates yes they're like okay let's take these classics that shouldn't be touched and let's try to remake them so i'm i'm nervous but i didn't mean to interrupt what you were saying oh oh no i'm i didn't want to talk over you (laughs) uh the last i do remember hearing um this is maybe like 10 or 15 years ago that there were rumors of a remake that was going that was being pitched around but under the premise that they were like we can't really remake this movie because it's jaws it's like a classic and people will revolt against it yeah so they were going to do like a um like a like a parody like it was going to be like jaws national lampoon's jaws i think is actually i believe national lampoon's was attached to it and it floated around for this is a rumor but like the rumor was that that it floated around for years national lampoon's obviously like i think they do they still make movies? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> last I had heard, like, Tracy Morgan was going to be a part of it. And then, like, I think after Tracy had his accident where he doesn't really do anything anymore, I haven't heard anything about it since. What do you think about that? What do you think about them going coming at the project? Like, we can't do it, but we're going to do it in, like, a tongue-in-cheek kind of way. Oh, my God. I think that's ballsy. I mean, I don't know if I should applaud them or if I just, like, think that they're completely insane. But I... I would never want to tackle that beast. I would never want to be, and I would never be that, I don't even want to say cocky or arrogant, but like creative enough to remake it because how would you, like you could never do that again. Yeah. I I don't want that to exist by the way. I just, so like, I don't, I want to put that out there. I'm not like, Ooh, I want this comedy jaws movie. I'm just like, I'd I'd rather them just leave the franchise be, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's if, if what's the saying? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, leave it. They 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 literally tried to do some successful things with it. If you want to make uh, if you want to make another jaw another killer shark movie, 
be my guest. I will pay. I I will be in the theater watching it, but yeah. just slap a different title on it. Like that's yeah, what whatever one, you want. What was that one with Blake oh. Lively that they did? Oh, that I, uh, the Shallows. I love that movie. Like I, that one, I I remember I watched it once. I didn't hate it. I don't see love. It. Okay, I liked it. Yes, and but and, but I never re- rewatched it. And then there was the one with Mandy Moore. The forty-seven meters down. Yes, thirty-seven like, meters. Some, some meters down. <laughs> you're going deep pretty much yeah. like but i feel like that's what they're going for now like that's they're, they're trying to target let's get a pretty girl and let's put them in a situation with a shark you know what i mean because people will watch it but to me it's like i don't i don't know if they could do anything jaws like successfully yeah i think you're right i mean like the most successful Financially, the most successful uh, shark movie outside of Jaws would be uh, actually, I think, would be The Meg, um, which is like a totally different thing in itself. It's crazy, gigantic action movie. Um, Did you you enjoy that one? I'm, again, a B-movie person, so (laughs) yes, I did. I do own it. I love Jason Statham. I'll be honest. If he wants to fight a giant anything, I'm going to watch it. not a good movie like yeah. a not no but like it made a shit ton of money and they are making a sequel but. <gasps> are they really yeah and it really did bad like okay so i actually had read that book and mm-hmm. uh side note um like they the book was fucking dumb too but like <laughs> it they somehow made it dumber like as i don't know it yeah. just was it could have been better yeah i d- i i don't remember a lot from it but I, I was hopeful. Like I'm never, I'm not, I'm like not one of those people that's like, Oh, I know this is going to suck. I try to be optimistic with any movie I watch. Like with the new Texas chainsaw, I read all the horrible things being said, you know, the test film, people were like, this is horrible. That's why it's on Netflix. I loved it. I, I liked it. I had, I'm the same way though. I, I think I watched it the day it debuted. So yeah. I didn't have that tainting my memory. Mm-hmm. But I watched or my, my, my viewing experience, yeah. but I watched it. It wasn't, I'm not, and we, God, we could get into a lot, uh, but I'm not the biggest Texas Chainsaw franchise fan. Yeah. There's, I like the original remake that you, we rewatched uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, I like the Netflix one <laughs> and uh, that might honestly, and you, the first one has, some appeal to it, but whatever. I don't want to get too much into that. Yeah. Going on a tangent. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't, but no, that's okay. I just, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't know how long you want this thing to go. So I don't, I'm not trying to waste your time with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, I, I, and that's how I feel with you. I don't know, like if you, you know, how, how much time that you have, but I just, I, I'm, I want it to, I think this is good because we're, you know, touching on a lot of things. And I, I'm the same with you. Like, I'm not a huge Texas, like, I, I like I like the original. I like parts of two, um, and then the remake is awesome. I think that's one of my top three favorite remakes. And then I I love the yeah yeah. But I thought the Netflix one was fun to be honest, um, and I'm glad that I saw it because uh, then I th- but then I had the opposite reaction. I think that you had because you were like probably like well what how bad could it be? Yeah, I saw it and then I saw all the negative hate online and I was like did I watch the same fucking movie? Like, <laughs> no. and like, you know, and people were like, Oh, it's 
so much, you know, it, it ruined the first one. Like the first, I was like, all right, like, can we stop pretending that the first one is this fucking beautiful piece of art? It's still a guy who hits head, hits someone in the head with a fucking hammer three times. And like, yeah. he's got to change. Like you get all of that same shit in this movie. So like, if you like that, you should like this. I don't know. No. And I totally get that because I feel like, again, for the time Texas Chainsaw was good and it has like that eerie feeling, but it wasn't like, like sometimes I felt like I was going to fall asleep watching it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a little bit like lackluster in some regards, but I feel like the new one and everyone, Oh, well they did Sally wrong. Okay. But like, who gives a fuck because she's stupid enough to want revenge on a fucking chainsaw wielding psycho. You know what I mean? Like I would want to leave it alone. I would want nothing to do with it. I wouldn't want to seek revenge. I wouldn't want to do any of that shit. A hundred percent. And I would also say, I don't think of Sally as this, as a, as a great final girl. Mm-hmm. I understand she's like arguably the original, but like, she doesn't stand out to me because she no. didn't do anything like the, I, like, and I know like there's people who think that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like a perfect movie. I know I, whatever, I don't care if I'm hurting your feelings. <laughs> like, uh, so Sally I have never thought is like a great character because like the trope I know now, and it is a trope probably in part because of Texas is that, you know, the final girl, usually there's a, she, she makes a a daring escape. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a chase. She fights back. Sally jumps out a fucking window, runs 50 feet to a road and jumps in a truck. The end. I'm like, (laughs) Oh, what a great, you you really earned that one like, <laughs> like just and i'm supposed to and then i'm like oh i'm supposed to buy that you're like this badass fucking cop now no you deserve to die and, and you know what you're totally right because look at sydney you know what i mean like she fucking she's badass like Sid, and we won't get we won't go into that franchise but like she's a great final oh, we girl could. oh i know we could <laughs> I know. And we have, that's one we have differing opinions on. So we could get into that one. But it makes me (laughs) sad because I love Scream. Like I love the franchise, but I'm just not partial to the last ones. But I'm interested now with all the talks of it happening in Manhattan. Like just because I go to, I go to Jason Takes Manhattan because that's one of my favorite Friday the 13th. And, and that, that's appealing to me because I like. Oh, that's one of my favorite too. You know, that shot. Yes. I love it. But. And then you got like Lori and then people were saying that they're trying to pull the Lori angle with Sally, which it's like, you know, just because it's, it's happening in one doesn't mean another movie can't fucking do it. It's not like I peed on this. This is mine. Yeah. And I would almost say that they subverted that by having her die. Right. Like it's it, yeah. It, like almost like, okay, I you could almost look at it as like a parody of Lori and then being like, Oh yeah. And then oh, what happened if she showed up and she's been waiting her whole life to do this, she showed up and died in 10 seconds. I know. Kind of funny, but I, that's, that's what I loved about the whole thing. Cause everyone's like, why would you bring her back? If you're going to kill her, that's what we need to see. That's what you, in, in movies like this, you need to see someone big get fucking killed. Like it has to happen. And I thought that that was amazing. I loved it. No, oh, I'm, I'm with you. I, I had fun with it. Yep. Um, not a perfect movie, but definitely not a bad movie. It was it was a fun time. Yeah, the cinematography was beautiful. Like I loved the scenes. I loved the scene with the, the scenes with the sunflower. Yeah, the sunflower the, field scene was pretty good. Oh, I loved the colors. I loved. I didn't like the whole. Oh, you're going to be canceled. Like 
it's cheesy. You know what I mean? And I get, cause we're in different times now. So I get I, that was appropriate, but I loved the bus scene. I loved the gore. I loved oh, yeah. seeing the madness in the hands. Like, I don't know. I sat with my wine. I had some cheese sat in my bed by, you know what I mean? I watched it by myself and I was like, that was a good hour and a half. Like I didn't have to think too much of the plot. Yeah. It's a short movie too. It's, yeah. It, I had fun with it. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, I actually did, liked the whole canceled thing uh, just because it, it reminded me of, it reminded me of like that era of like late Jason movies, yeah. late Freddy movies where like the, the lines were getting really fucking cheesy. Yeah. And like, yeah. it reminded me of that, like where I was like, Oh, well I got a, I got like a, a, a sort of a, a, a chuckle. Cause it reminded me of like those like part, seven eight nines you know in franchises yeah bringing you back to that to those times i mean it's not that i hate it but i just was like okay and then it because that made it seem like it was cheese but like it fit in there and then that scene was just i loved that scene and i loved the deaths you because i'm a sucker for like a good kill scene I think I think I think anybody who's listening to this podcast is probably a a good probably a strong assumption they're a gore whore yes (laughs) And, like, I like gore. There's some things that I won't watch because, like, I know I'm not really into that type of gore. But, like, it's appropriate with a Texas Chainsaw movie. I'm with – I I think you you, ta- you touched on this in your live stream yesterday. So if we're treading over things you've already discussed, uh, mm-hmm. I apologize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I think there's, like, a misconception among, like – the general public sometimes when it comes to horror fans that like, Oh, they love violence and all that. Here's the thing in a movie. When I know it's fake, I want you to show me the guts. Yep. I want you to show me everything mm-hmm. in real life. If someone fucking cut their hand, I'd be like, no, this is disgusting. <laughs> like, like I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> it's like a coworker, like cut their like arm and just bled a little. I'd be like, get the fuck away from me now. I'm going to pass like, out. <laughs> yes. I'm the same way though. Like I, I like gore and I like guts and I like that, but like there's some movies that I can't do. There's like, like an example. What what would be? Oh, let me, let me, like, I can't do, I, and I don't, I don't necessarily mean like gory, like blood and guts, but I can't do like human centipede. Okay. So more like you, the gross, gross gross on purpose movies. Yes. I said, I said, is is that what it is? Siberian film. Serbian films, no, that, yeah, I that's. There's like a lot, you know what I mean? Because that is in a set. I mean, I don't know. It's not really gory, but it's just like extreme. You know what I mean? Like I can't do that type of shit. I will, I'll give you a Serbian film because mm-hmm. I will never watch that movie again in my life. And, it, yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't want to interrupt you, but you, you have uh, watched don't. it. I have watched it. It was one. It was when it was first kind of running around, and like, literally, like a friend had to like give me like a blank disc of it so I could watch it, and I was just like <laughs> horrified, like, and I would almost say offended too. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not scary. It's just you're like, this is wrong, and it shouldn't be in a movie. Exactly. Like this, this is just, and yeah, like handing the disc, like, I don't, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah. Like I was mad at my friend who at that point had like, he would like find me like really cool, like 
French horror movies and stuff that were in that, and I'd get them in a blank disc. And I was like, I, I don't know if I ever got another one from him after that. I was like, I'm good. Avoiding his phone calls. Uh, yeah. I'm good. Um, but I'm trying to think of like gore gore. Like what is, um, is it cannibal Pharaoh? Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. And that's the one with the, the girl with the spike. Yes. Right. Yeah. Cannibal I mean, Holocaust. I could watch it, but I just, some things I'm just like, Oof. and it, and, and it, I don't know. I don't want to say like I'm I'm a pussy when it comes to that stuff, but when it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it's just some things I just can't. I don't like watch it. It's fair. I mean, that's ex- intense. I, I I can watch it. It's I, I've seen Cannibal Holocaust a few times. Yeah. And then um, I'm a big Eli Roth fan. I know controversial somewhat. Some people like him. He made like a like a spiritual successor called uh, what the fuck was it called <laughs> oh god the green jungle i think i don't know oh, the green inferno green inferno that's yes. right yeah i watched Did you see that one i i actually thought that was well done i love the tattoo part when she realizes oh. that you know what i mean like that type that was that was awesome and i didn't i didn't mind that one i don't know i don't know why i even said like some gore grosses me, grosses me out but it's just like certain things i get that though i mean because like even like like we talked, we touched on it yesterday. I think, uh, like the scene from Terrifier, I know is a scene that's very hard for people to watch. Yeah, um, I'm able to watch it. I'm just not a. I'm I'm not a big Terrifier fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just say why before it's their fans attack me. Uh, <laughs> it's like I feel like. I'm okay with the level of violence and gore that that movie obtains Mm -hmm. it's just that i feel like it doesn't earn it like none of the characters are interesting it's basically just cannon fodder like here's interest here's two more bodies for him to kill none of the i'm not rooting for any of them they're all awful people and they're just you know like there's no sydney there's no you know good person that i'm like you've got to make it out of this i'm like you're all boring terrible fucking people (laughs) so go ahead and die like come on so that, that's why that, that's the thing that offends me about that movie is that you had a great kill, mm-hmm. but like I legitimately like I don't feel anything because I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Like, <laughs> I know nothing about this character and she's split in half. So I guess there's that like, I don't know. <laughs> I t- yeah, no, I totally agree. But do you, how do you think he is as like a villain? Did you think that he was done well? I think he's done well. Um, the only thing I would say I. He like he, very done well. I want to see All Hallows Eve, the the first one. That one is which I saw is on Tubi. Yes, because um, I want. I'm curious. I feel like in the in Terrifier, mm-hmm. and I know they're making a sequel. Yeah, it's one of those movies that I'm not necessarily a big fan of, where you're sort of rooting for the killer. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a super big fan of those, even in like Freddy and Jason movies. Obviously, I'm there. Freddy and Jason are what sell the tickets, but yeah. you know, you you're there to see someone get the better of them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Terrifier was a movie like we got a cool villain. We're just gonna make this for the people who want to see cool kills. That's what I feel like. So yeah. I thought he's a good villain though. Like, but is he? I just don't know if you know if I look at him as a villain because I feel like there's no hero. Right. There's no. I and I totally. I do. I do get that. And that's why I'm curious how they're going to do too. But he, I don't know, like for clowns, I thought that he was like that one scene 
like where you where you see him in the restaurant and he's sitting there and he's waving and then you look over and his eyes are big and he's making that weird look with his mouth and I don't know what it is with me but like stuff like that scared like it freaks me. He's got out. a great look. He's got that bony face too, mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously prosthetics. But that actor also has kind of an, a unique face. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he, he's got a great look. Yeah. But uh, killer clown movies, uh, I'll take them from outer space, or uh, I will take uh, the movie Stitches if you've not seen that one. I think I've been wanting to watch that one. Did you watch it's Clown? Straight up comedy, but it gets it's fun. Yeah, it was the actually uh, of all the movies we've done on the show. Yeah, it's Brett's favorite movie that we've watched so far. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he he thought it was genuinely very funny. Well, now I have to watch that. Now I'm even more intrigued. So I have to add that to my list out of the whole thing. What brought us on to the Terrifier? What were we talking about? <laughs> we somehow got from Jaws. Four to Texas Chainsaw Massacre to uh, 2022. Oh, to remakes. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> I told you I'd go off on tangents. So we'll go. We'll we'll circle back to remakes because I wanted to ask you. So Halloween. Now I know that you know Kills was not a fave. And Hated it. Yeah, I was legit angry when, I, and I don't get angry at movies. I was angry at that movie. I feel that. Um, so, to you know how much I love Halloween. It's. I would argue from what from what I've our conversations. I uh, I feel like it. It might be your favorite franchise. Am I? Am I? Is that too far to go? That or Scream? I feel like um, Halloween definitely is up there, and then I feel like Jaws. You know is a solid second and then I love Scream but Halloween is just and I like in all are they good not every single one of them do I watch them yeah but I like I think 78 and 81 because I, I think of that as like a, a whole in itself is the best horror movie in my opinion I, that, I, I totally agree so I have oh this is this will be where we, we probably we, we disagree a little bit um, <laughs> so I have thoughts on the Halloween franchise as a whole. I've always ne- – it is the king slasher because it really is the first one that did it the best. And the first movie is 10 out of 10. Like, it's amazing. Yes. Part two, I think, is a step down but still good because you can kind of look at it, like you said, like it's almost like framed like – two parts of, a, of, of the same story. Yes. Then I feel like after that, well, then let me rephrase. Then we get part three, which we know part three really isn't attached to it. I love part three, me but too. let's call it what it is. It's not really even part of, it's not Michael Myers. So, right. but I love part three. Yes. So, but after that though, I am under the, imp- I have the, imp- uh, the, the opinion that pretty much everything after that is just uh, like, insultingly stupid and awful all of the originality of like the the, the spooky killer yeah. uh, of, of michael myers goes away yeah. when they tried to bring in that fucking cult i was like are you out of your fucking mind <laughs> oh and <laughs> yes in six and i didn't follow yes. i didn't follow along with it when i first watched it i was like who the fuck is that guy in the black cape and i you know what i mean yeah. i was just i because i wanted it for michael myers and then i was like oh god we're this is not what i want to do i know people like love danielle harris um 
I'll take her in the Hatchet film series over <laughs> over the her because uh, once she comes in is when I think the movies go to shit. Um, then, and I know you've got big thoughts on these. Mm-hmm. Rob Zombie comes in, <laughs> and I do not like those movies either. I just feel like it. I just feel like he should stick to what he does. And I don't. I, I want you to keep going, but I just to interject. I feel like he yeah. is good with his devil devils rejects you know whatever the house of a thousand corpses those types of movies i get it you know what i mean like people love them they're not my thing per se but like he totally took michael myers and made him into this like like killing machine tall just i don't know the backstory adding all the other elements i just thought it was horrible i agree you know I, when it comes to Rob Zombie, I like House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. I really like um, Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Three from Hell wasn't very good, but uh, he's got some movies I like. Uh, he's got some movies that are also, I think, truly awful, like 31. Um, if you like midget Hitlers, go for it. Uh, but um, oh boy. I, the biggest thing I didn't like that I that I just thought was like the stupidest move for Halloween is like, the one thing I don't want to know about in Halloween, I don't want to know more about Michael Myers. Right. I don't want to know his backstory. The reason he's it's like you said, we talked earlier, mm-hmm. we're circling it back. Yeah. The simplicity of, of just not knowing makes it scarier. Yeah. It's just a crazy guy in a mask. It could be anybody and it could happen at any point in time. Well, now you show me him as a kid and I got to feel sorry for him. And then, and then you, like oh and then he has this relationship with the janitor that we're just gonna not pretend is Danny Trejo like okay whatever yeah uh, <laughs> I know, like what the fuck and then he murders Danny Trejo and I was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and you're right because it's like we understand he's crazy like he'll kill anyone that he cares about but like Michael Myers doesn't ca- care about anyone you know what I mean because like that's how he was introduced you didn't know who the fuck he was, why he was following Lori. You know what I mean? Like he was eerie just as the shape. And then they have the audacity to make him this, like, I don't know. I just, I, I hated the scene with the nurse stabbing her. Tried to make him relatable. Yeah. Like, 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 Oh, like you understand why he is the way that he is. I don't want to understand why he is the way that he is. I don't want to know anything besides his fucking name. And like, I don't even want to see what his face looks like. I know. And that's, and that's, I don't know. So, so past zombie. So what did you think of 20, 2018? Uh, no, uh, H2O with Josh Hartman. H2O. H2O. What year was that? That was around like, 2000, right? I think it was like late 90s because that was like faculty, Scream 2. Like, it has that vibe to yeah. it very much so. Yeah. Um, for that, what it is, it's – I would say it's one of the more watchable movies. Yes. It has that very late 90s, early 2000s vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated the mask. The mask, the mask was, was stupid. Um, ending was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's definitely if I'm going to watch a Michael, My- like a random sequel to Michael Myers, not one of the starting points. Yeah. Um, I, it, it, I could throw on worse ones. Right. What do you think? Same. I 
I, I enjoy watching H2O just because I liked the, do, do I dare say like the scream element too? Because you know what I mean? It was like the, 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 the cool teens and you had like all the actors in the same horror sci-fi movie. Um, I liked the storyline. I actually thought that that was not so bad. You know, she changed her name. She was in hiding. It makes sense. I didn't, I didn't logical. Yeah. I didn't mind it. Cause it wasn't like all these things that you had to piece together. It was just like, okay, this makes sense. He's, he's going to find a sister, whatever. Um, so I didn't mind that, but what did you think of H 18 or 2018? I surprisingly really enjoyed it. Me too. I was kind of shocked at how much I enjoyed it. Um, everything sort of lined up for me. Um, it gets a little unbelievable when like Lori's building like home alone style murder traps, uh, <laughs> that are like really fucking intricate, like with the spike, like retractable spike pit or whatever. And the Island that moves. Yeah. Like, okay. So she got really into self-defense and carpentry. Uh, <laughs> Lori had but, hobbies. <laughs> I thought it was good overall. To be honest with you, I, I had I was I had very low expectations, and I, I mean, I, I thought it was really fun. Honestly, uh, I kind of would have been happy with it just ending right there. Yeah, like because what what were your thoughts? Because I know this is this has got to be pretty big for you because this is the movie that wipes the slate clean like this is the one that says one in i think just part one and two happened and then everything else was fucking gone and that's so to what you just said though like the the home alone style traps and all this i think that it was a bad move for them to wipe out the whole storyline of brother sister make it this random person because i again i get what they're trying to do making it scary that it was a random person but like not saying because i i don't know how i would react if something like that happened to me and like trauma because i get that they're trying to highlight trauma in different ways but like why would she do all this stuff if she had no connection and it was that long ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, I understand that sh- something as traumatic as Michael Myers butchering your friends, you know, would have an effect on you. But, like, why are you waiting for him to come? I don't know. I just felt like that was weird that they cut out that storyline. I wish. They no, I 100 percent agree that it's I mean, it, it does seem especially I would say especially with what follows in the sequel. Exactly. So I I loved that that was so exciting to see what they did with it because I love Danny McBride. I do as well. I and I didn't watch Righteous Gemstones until not too long ago. So seeing the people that were in Righteous Gemstones that were in that one made sense, and that was kind of yeah. cool to see like them be in there. But um, I liked it overall. I hated the doctor scene with the mask. Yeah. Remember that? Like I was just like when he popped up, I'm like. No fucking way. Cause I thought that like he, I don't know what I was thinking was going to happen in that scene, but I could a giant chessboard. Yeah. Like I could, I could have done without that. Like, I just thought that was, yeah. they were doing really good. And then that happened. So I was like, eh. there are, there were like a few scenes in it that like, like you said, that just kind of for a movie that was pretty grounded in reality, mm-hmm. you know, they have like this Willy Wonka's like 
version of a, a mental asylum. And then again, like, you know, the Pee Wee Herman's fucking murder cabin. Uh, <laughs> like, like there's some elements that went a little over the top, but overall I thought it was pretty well grounded and yeah. made sense. But like you said, the sister angle eliminating that to me, I can deal with it if it's in this movie and this was the last one. Yeah. The fact that the what happens in the next movie completely doesn't make sense without the sister angle. Can we talk about kills? Can we please talk about kills? Yes, we can. So just to give you a little backstory to this, because I was so amped up for kills. I was excited. You know what I mean? Like um, we were at Horror Nights and we got to see the extended trailer on the big screen waiting for like one of the houses. And I sent it to James Jude Courtney and he responded. I was like, oh, my God. You know, like having that moment. And then we literally rented out a theater, like a movie tavern, like to watch it because the price of that and having 20 people, it was way cheaper ticket wise. So I'm like, why the fuck not? Would we rent out a whole room to watch kills? That's awesome. But unfortunate for what followed. (laughs) And then on top of that, I ended up getting COVID. So I was like right at the end of my quarantine and we had people coming down and I'm like, well, good thing we have the whole theater. Cause you guys, if you're still scared can sit away from, you know what I mean? Like that whole situation. So I still felt kind of shitty from having COVID and I'm all pumped up and I'm trying to have a beer. And then the opening scene happens and I not going to lie. It was cool to see the flashbacks and to see his mask original style. Like that was cool. Yeah. Just that part. But when they get to like in the house and his stupid line about whatever on Halloween and then Michael comes out, I was like, like runs at him like track style. I was like, uh, I don't know about this. Yeah. And then has like an Avengers level fight with like 10 firefighters. <laughs> and we've also established at this point that Michael is as old as Lori. So if actually he would be older than Lori. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what? 80 <laughs> he's still like doing shit like like and yeah he's like lifting people up with poles and yeah. also i hate when movies do this i hate when movies make a they set up something really good and really big and it happens and the movie ends and then the next movie immediately opens and shits on what that movie did like i think like the perfect example is aliens 2 into aliens 3 yes you know like newt New the whole movie is about Ripley and Kyle saving um not Kyle, Ripley and whatever his fucking name was, saving Newt. Yep. So what do they open it with? Newt and the dude are dead. Okay. So <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're telling me that fucking Lori spent thirty whatever years planning for this fucking thing to kill him, mm-hmm. and she didn't account for the fact that the firemen would come and <laughs> Like that never occurred to her. Like, oh, there's a fire. Like, there's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So apparently, she's really smart but really stupid. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Like that. I, I I was just like, okay, so you're completely just disregarding the cool ending you had in the first movie. Yep. Dope. Mm-hmm. And he's a Superman now, so that's good. And and that just and that brings that angle of like. Cause you had some realism in the first one and it was like believable. And then you're bringing this shit in. Like you're bringing like a Jason X factor into something that you wanted to make serious. Like this was praised as what it now. I don't want to offend anyone, but what, what was like the big star Wars movie? 
like uh, the like the bet like the the middle one that was like all bets are off was it like are you talking about like um return uh, of the uh, jedi is that what it was no that's Empire Strikes Back. Yes, because that's what they, they cut Luke's hand off, and yeah. Yes, because that's what they were. The saying. one that gets, gets kind of dark. Yeah, and they were like all bets, you know, and they were making it seem like this was going to be dark, and you're anticipating all this stuff happening, and then in all actuality, you bring back classic characters, you kill them in the most ridiculous way with the most horrendous lines that I can't even believe that Danny McBride or David Gordon Green would even allow to happen. Oh, well, what about uh? Are you are you referring to uh, big 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 Bill and Little Bill? Them and also um um oh my god and uh, the nurse or Big John and the nurse when they brought her yes. back Marion Nurse Marion when they brought her back and you think that like they're all gonna you have Tommy you have um uh oh my god I'm blanking out right now because I'm just so angry <laughs> what's her name Tommy and uh, the Real Housewives. I can't think of her name, but you know, like Tommy Doyle, why am I, hang on, I got to pull this up. But anyway, you know what I'm trying to say? Like you have all these characters, you think that they're going to, well, you you know that they're not going to beat him because there's a trilogy, but like, I don't know. It was just so disappointing. And then you have Tommy Doyle with his whole evil dies tonight. Over and over and over again. Oh, and and some people were like, you know, that it wasn't too much. Lindsay, excuse me. I couldn't even, I just had a clear thought. But that was annoying. Like, understandably, shit's happening. Understandably, you want to defeat Michael Myers, but you don't need to say evil dies tonight and have the whole town saying it. I have a question, and this is a genuine one for you. Uh, How many people did he kill in the first movie? Five. Okay. I believe five. All right. Five. Relatively low number for a movie. Yeah. If we're disregarding all the other movies, he killed five people. That's a tragedy and that that is bad. But, I mean, shit happens in towns, like, where people die, like, you know, like that. Yeah. So why was this one incident of a murder, like, so formative for this town? Like, Tommy's based his entire, like, life around it. The whole town apparently has. And I'm like... For what? You know, if you eliminate the rest of the move, the the, the 500 other people he's killed, it's kind of like, really, why? And then the part that annoyed me is if you are going to go with, oh, this whole town is for some reason focused on this one incident of a murder, of of murders, I should say, Mm -hmm. um, like, wouldn't you know what the fucking guy looks like? (laughs) Because when they are chasing around a guy who's a foot and a half shorter than him um, and looks nothing like him. Yeah. I'm like, so you guys are just completely stupid too. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, you're dumb. You don't know who this guy that supposedly your whole town is obsessed with even looks like. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing here? And then, and and so I said that and people were like, oh, it's the, it's the um, word of mouth spreading misinformation. I'm like, but if you know who the fuck Michael Myers is, you know he's a brick house. You know he's a tall ass motherfucker, not some little short guy running around. Like, and then that whole scene that really bothered me. Like, and I don't usually let things like that bother me, but like chasing him to the point where he's crying and holding Karen's hand, and then like he kills himself. That was like yeah. unnecessary. I, I felt like that was just so wrong. It was poorly done yeah. because, like. 
you said like you feel bad and you're supposed to feel bad right it's also the goriest death in the movie i think which is weird like when his head just like <laughs> like <know>. explodes <laughs> um but like i'm like okay but like you're literally at a bar with the Halloween theme, or like, I guess, the Michael Myers theme, yep. you're all here to hear Tommy tell his fucking story. Okay. So you're telling me that you're obsessed with him, but and you know what he looks like because he got arrested. Yep. So you know his picture would be fucking everywhere. Nope, we don't know what he looks like. It's his foot and a half short fat guy. Yep. That's who it is. And we're going to chase him. And, oh, my. And to the deaths, too. You know which death scene pissed me off was the couple with the drone. Other, I mean, other than the other than the the firefighter scene, because that one, some of the shots, I guess, were kind of cool. No, like when they're showing like the guy's mask, and then you see Michael. Like that's that was, if you would have just stopped it there and just showed them staring at him, and you saw his reflection, that would have been cool. And the scene, they go, and all the firefighters there. Do you know what I mean? Like that would have been yeah. okay, but it was remember. Um, they were in the house and they were playing with the drone and it was like an older man and his wife. Oh yes. And the drone comes out from the bathroom and then he, you know, sticks the light bulb in the neck. But then the part that made me feel like I was watching a Rob Zombie film was when he took, he stabbed him and then he took all the butcher knives and kept like stabbing him in the back. And the wife was watching. I'm like, it felt like very Rob Zombie to me. I uh, that I totally understand that. That's one of the things that I feel like, and I'm not trying to talk shit. Like people like different things, but I know people like, who love this movie, and they they're like, but you know the brutality and all that. And I'm like, I, I get it. Like Michael's more brutal in this movie than he probably ever has been. Yeah. But like, I don't. To me, a I want it to make sense why he's being why he's killing people, and it, this just isn't making sense to me. And then B, uh, like, I don't, I never really looked at Michael. Like he didn't, at least in my head, he wasn't really like a, a Jason type killer where the kills had to heighten and heighten and heighten. Like his kills were all pretty basic. Yeah. But dude with a knife. And he, and that was the thing too, for me, like we said about Jaws was how he was so like, I think he scared me more as the shape than actually seeing him kill, kill people like all throughout the first movie when you see his silhouette in front of the house and when you see mm -hmm. like when they're walking and he pops up and the music comes on you know what i mean like that fucking that scared me because yeah, i thought a creepy guy watching you yeah and then like you're doing normal day things and he's standing there you're in school and he's watching you from across the way do you know what i mean like that was that was scary so when people were like oh that was awesome. That was, he was brutal. That's not, to me, that's not Michael Myers. And to me, that's not scary. I felt like this I was like a, a grasp for something. I don't know. Yeah. And like, I, again, I love a good gore and a good kill, but like in a movie with a storied history, like this has, this yeah. franchise has, mm -hmm. like I need more than just graphic kills. Like I need, it to make sense and it needs to be good, especially if we're marking this as the like final trilogy, my ass, you know, they're going to reboot it in 10 years anyway, I but know. God. <laughs> and I don't want it to happen. Uh, I, um, I just couldn't, I, I just, I hated that. Um, 
can we now can we talk about the scene that legitimately made me just be like I fucking hate this movie. I, I mean like I was not into um Okay. Um sorry, got a message. Um It's okay. The scene that just and I don't even know if I if I've watched this correctly or I mean watched it, I, how do you watch it incorrectly? If I understood <laughs> this correctly, yeah. but I will describe what I saw on screen and why I literally was like giving my TV the middle finger at this point. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. when they give this stupid evil dies tonight speech again, yep. also great movie to have Laurie in since she does nothing but sleep the whole fucking movie. I, thank you. Like what the fuck? Yeah. What's the point? It's just a time filler. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they give this speech uh, Judy Greer, who I actually really like Judy Greer's character, mm-hmm. so I didn't like it that she got it, but yep. um, Judy Greer's character helps the town all get him, and they beat the fuck out of him. They, I, I mean, I think they shoot him, they stab him, yep. they all—they're all just just going to town on this motherfucker. Yeah, they give this like stupid speech about how evil, true evil, can never die. He rises up out of the ground. Or out of the ground, off the ground, kills everybody. So what I see, and I do not know if I understood this to be correct, yep. but based on what the voiceover told me and what I just saw, he's now unkillable. Is that what I am to understand? And that's what I because yes, and that's what I took it as too. Because I'm like, how can someone that you're trying to make as a real man that that you know can die, even though he's not dying, like whatever? How did all that happen? And now he's up and he's killing everyone. Yeah, he's an 80-year-old man who literally one night before had just had the fight of his life and was set on fire. Yeah. Now he's been shot, stabbed, hit, hit with baseball bats, everything, and then they give this speech that true evil can never die. I'm like, did we just go fucking supernatural with this shit? Because it seems like we did, and that's when I was like, fuck this movie. And then on top of it, he kills Judy Greer, and I was like, why? Why, why are we... So the only because the other Lori's been in the bed the whole fucking movie. So the only interesting fucking strode that I feel like is her and the daughter. I don't know. I just felt like it was a needless death yeah. and a horribly done scene. Well, like and you're right, because like what if you were going to do a wow factor, you already killed every single original person. You killed Lindsay. You killed the nurse. You killed Tommy Sheriff Brackett. You killed Tommy. Okay, or you didn't, Lindsay lived, but you killed primarily all the people that you were bringing back to give the people who love the original, you know, some sort of connection to the old one. You already did damage. Like, why is that necessary to kill her? But people, and I don't know if I'm right on this because it might have changed, but people were saying that that was a dream, that that didn't happen, and that was her back in the house. I don't know. I, I I have to find it and send it to you. Well, she sees a reflection of Lori in the clown outfit, right? Yes. Yeah, which I actually got confused at first, and I was like, wait, is because it looked like Daniel Harris from part... Four. Fa- four. Yep. And I was like, wait, so we are going with this route. And then, <laughs> so I was confused for a second. I was like, okay. Yeah. But, and that's, and that, the ending was so, like, I, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, and I thought maybe it was my COVID brain. I'm like, oh my God, I'm drunk off of one beer. I can't, you know, comprehend what's going on. 
I hate this movie. I, it's not that I hated it, but I was just so disappointed. And I went all out and I had these people with me and we're all like, woo. And then it was just like, we were talking about it as it was going. And they're like, if one more person says evil die tonight, I fucking swear to God. <laughs> like, you know, it was just, you could play a drinking game to that and you'd get pretty fucked up. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm upset, but apparently ends there's more stocking it's more like the original and also they haven't really dropped any trailers any teasers there's been nothing there's been no rumors or anything the only rumor i've heard is that danny mcbride is probably going to be in it yes but i don't know and that made me supremely happy because i love him but i do i just felt like and we it's we've been talking for almost two and a half hours so i'm sorry that we've been uh jabbing the whole time but um i'm having a blast i know i love it um oh my god what was i gonna say what, were we, what was i just gonna say you're talking about hollow uh ends and that the potential for the the oh the third one i felt like when they dropped kills trailers you saw the whole movie yeah you know what i mean like anyway. i feel like nowadays when you get trailers it's like every important scene and you pretty much have watched the movie watching the trailers. Like with the new Scream, I felt like we saw pretty much a lot, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I, I'm happy that we're not getting um, a lot of looks into the into ends because I, I just I want to I don't even want to watch the trailer honestly. If they did drop it, I think that I wouldn't even watch it and just go see the movie. I, I'm with you on that. I'm definitely going to watch it because I'm already invested in it. I've seen two of the new franchise yeah. i'm not i don't have high hopes because i do not know based on that ending i don't know how you recover from that personally if you go dream i'm already angry because that's a cheap fucking out yeah um also another part that i just didn't understand is that so they kind of at least and again this is my understanding of it i think it was a badly written movie yeah. um so maybe it's just my trying to understand the movie from what it sounded like, they're like, oh, she's he's gonna come to the hospital for because he's got he's gonna come for Lori. Lori is his obsession, blah 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 blah. And then no, it's not his obsession. He just wants to go home. So he goes to his house. So the whole premise that they've kind of set up about like him being obsessed with Lori, well, that's out the fucking window because he didn't go for Lori, he went home. So what, what are we doing? And that I don't understand either because it's so much effort just to go home. Well, just fucking go home. Yeah. Like, like, what was the point of all of this? Like, no, I, I, a lot of people, when I first was on here and I, you know, by my profile picture, the stuff that I post, I post a lot of Halloween stuff, like OG Halloween stuff. Yeah. Just hearing people be like, oh, kills watching people's rankings and i'm not again that's their decision that's their choice that's their taste seeing kills over 78 literally like my heart i was like oh my god like why i can't even fathom i mean that's like when you said earlier people some people think you know deep blue sea is better than jaws it's like yeah jaws is boring deep blue sea and i'm just like oh my god you don't understand it you don't i don't understand how anyone could rank I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, it sucks and it was terrible, mm-hmm. but I'll take Busta Rhymes kicking Mike, Michael Myers' ass over uh, kills any day of the week. Me too, and even throw in some LL Cool J. 
Yes. Like I loved both of them. Honestly, everyone hates Resurrection, but I, I didn't mind it. Like I would, I would watch it. I, I think I would watch it over, over Kills. I, I, I will never probably. I will, I will never watch Kills again. I, I truthfully don't think I will. I, um, I watched it a couple times with my sister in law because she was like, "Did we hate that as much as?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we did." So we, when she would come down, she'd be like, "Let's just try it," and we get into it, and then like the first. Some parts were like, okay, that wasn't too bad. And then all the parts that we touched on, which was pretty much the whole movie, we would just be like, okay, yeah, that's, that's why we don't like this movie. I've seen it one and a half times. I watched it once and then a month or so ago, I was like, maybe, maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset. And I watched half of it and got angry and fell asleep. (laughs) Well, we'll have to do another episode after ends comes out so we can see what the final verdict is and see where they go with it because i'm curious but i'm not going to try to focus on it because i feel like i've had a lot of letdowns this year i'm game uh i'll, I'll come back whenever you need me good I'm glad because this was fun this was a good thing yeah, I, it was fun yes two and a half two and a half hours i'm so happy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are we doing any sort of sign-offs or anything like that? Yes. So um, I just, you know, again, thank you for everyone that's listening. I appreciate you coming on and chatting with me, being my first guest. Woo! And uh, yeah, and make sure you guys check out To Be or Not To Be. Um, great page, great podcast, great guys. So yeah. Thank you for having me for your first episode. I'm honored that uh, I, I was the first one you'd ask. Uh, I had a lot of fun. If you ever need another guest or you need to fill in, give me a, a shout because I had fun. Definitely. We'll, we will be doing our uh, B-movie uh, creature films. Got to do that too. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely game for that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you everyone and good night. Bye.